0: Yeah, I yeah. really didn't. Yeah, I fought, fought did. for freedom in the Middle East. I fought yeah, for oil. I wish. I mean. I'm, okay. Look. Let's be honest. If you're a veteran of the Middle Eastern wars, we should get a gas like break. Like if you're a veteran that fought for oil in the Middle East, you're only going to be paying fifty cents a gallon because you fought for it. You, <laughs> you fought, know for
1: what? <laughs> fought for. Fought for We
0: fought for fucking KBR. Why not? Let, let us get a gas break. I mean, that makes sense to me. To the All American Savage Show podcast, I am your beautiful host with my beautiful heterosexual Jewish bearded life partner Josh over there operating those controls like a fucking 1960s NASA Space Center programmer. Yeah, and we never went to the moon. Never went there. Never went by. <laughs> I knew you were gonna follow it up with that. I knew you to do that. Okay, look, we. Got, I just gotta say this. I gotta say this. Right. I got a fever. I gotta say this. Okay. <laughs> To these influencers out there on TikTok, Instagram, whatever the case, take this from Daddy Savage. I'm just giving you some helpful advice. When you post these videos and you're reacting to these videos, let's like that when the screen is the picture of there, it's the video showing they want you to see with them in the same video pointing at it, nodding like, "Yep, yep." you're fucking gay. Stop doing that. Jesus. Nobody gives a shit about you sitting there, not saying anything, and then pointing at the video. Going, no, 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 no. It's like, dude, nobody wants that. How sanctimonious do you have to be that you feel that you need to interject your presence into a video you want your audience to see while ensuring they know that you're still there? We got it. We know you love the attention, but you can calm the fuck down with the constant need to present presence in every single one of your videos. What you should instead do is try and purvey the content of your mind and not just pictures of you, because realistically, nobody gives a fuck.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, what she mm-hmm. said.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Stop being so fucking cringe. Stop being cringe the fuck is wrong with y'all
1: it's gonna be a great fucking
0: podcast today boy <laughs> John Berg's bitching today <laughs> it's the truth I just saw one it's like oh my god here we go okay. and every fucking one of these turning point influencers got to do the same goddamn thing the same fucking thing bunch of fucking cringe boomers I swear to god and this is why nobody likes me <laughs> and I don't care I don't fucking care Ah, uh, yes. good morning, Rumble. Good morning, YouTube. Good morning, Facebook. Good morning, Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at the Daddy Savage. growing. We're growing over there. A lot of news coming in from Twitter today. Coming Elon is shit-canning 3,500 people today, and he's already facing a lawsuit because of it. Is he? Yeah, a lawsuit? They all got together, and they're trying to slam him with a lawsuit. It ain't gonna happen. You gonna fucking lose, bitch. Well, I don't know. Is California a right-to-work state? Probably, Probably. not. I don't know. Probably not. It's
1: pro-government. Oh fucking uh I'd say that. I don't know. Hey, real quick, I wanted a Thunder Bunny in the chat. He stopped by the shop today. Oh, sorry I missed you, dude. Just want to say thanks for coming by. It was great to meet you.
0: Ah, sorry about yeah. I was at the gym. I was going really slow because, you know, I just had my nuts cut open, so I've been like moving like a fucking turtle. <laughs> a turtle that's made it with a slug. Sorry I missed you, bro. Um Yeah, there's just a lot to cover today. And again, keep in mind, November 8th. At 7.30 p.m. CST, we will be doing a live stream here on Rubble going over the midterm results. If you've not voted, I think today is the last day to go out and early vote. I'm going to be voting on the 8th. Uh, Go out there and vote. It's not too late. Go out there and, uh, you know, make your uh, make your voice known. Go out there and let them know you don't want any uh, fucking uh, liberals. So you're registered, right? I thought I was. I checked. I, I need to go. I just want to go visit the poll just to see. Because you know because I voted last time. Uh-huh. I didn't have any problem. And mm-hmm. I still lived in Collin County. I'm still in Collin County. When I went to go check the registration, she said I wasn't registered. I was like, how the fuck does that happen? So uh, I have to go register again. Because I voted last time. Um God, I forget when it was. I remember going to the voting station everything. Mm. Just gave my ID, and I was good to go. Yeah, you, that's all you need is your ID. I
1: thought you needed the card, too, but you don't. You no, just uh, need your ID.
0: So I filled out the voter registration because I was going to go vote yesterday, but when I looked it up, I was like, yeah, you're not registered. I was like, Hell? Mm. what? Yes, I am. So I just went I mailed it in today, and I'll go vote on the 8th. We'll see. It takes a day to fucking get there. They, yeah, they're going to jump through hoops to get me to be able to be registered because i put on there says none like party it says none so like liberals are like oh we need to get them registered right now there's a chance there's a chance so you got to play the system a little bit you know don't tell them which side you get a vote for all red and we'll just see what happens we'll just see what happens oh my god but anyway if you're on rumble hit that, that thumbs up button that helps boost our hey we're at a 18.1 18.1 thousand rumbles. I'm not really sure what that metric has to do with. I guess that's just likes. I don't know. Thank you all for that. Appreciate it. It goes a long way. And we uh, we love and support every single one of you little cocksuckers. So, anywho, as you know, this episode is brought to you by shellshockcbd.com. Black Friday is coming up. We're going to be offering up to 45% off, damn near site wide, except on t shirts and the tees, because the margins on those are like, what, 2%? Like, we don't make hardly any money on the tee and the um, the shirts and clothing, mm-hmm. which, by the way, winter is here. We do have the jackets. We have the sweatshirt. I don't think we have the hoodies. Do we have the hoodies? I have to go check.
1: I don't think we do. But you can get a badass
0: them. jacket. We need to bring back the hats. People love the hats. Um, and a cool little feature on my Twitter profile. You can now tap the view shop, mm-hmm. and you can go straight to Shell Shock, which I thought was badass. I love that. So you can go on my Twitter profile, the Daddy Savage, or go follow Shell Shock CBD with the number one, Shell Shock CBD one, and you get easy access over there. Which you know, speaking of that, like this is kind of pissing me off right here. Elon tweeted out today. Um, he says Twitter has made or has had a massive drop in revenue due to activist groups pressuring advertisers. Even though nothing has changed with content moderation, and we did everything we could to appease the activists. That was your first mistake. Extremely messed up. They're trying to destroy free speech in America. This is the thing. Yeah, welcome to the party. Elon already knows this. Elon, he's not stupid, folks. Elon knows this. He's letting it happen in real time to showcase how hypocritical the left is. Elon's not shocked by this. Mm-hmm. He's simply saying, we haven't changed anything, and you're already pulling your ad. That just goes to show you that you're going to take your ball and go home, even when moderation content hasn't changed yeah. yet. He's, he's showing how hypocritical they are in real time. And I even tweeted out to Elon. I was like, "Look, dude, I was like, you got a shitload of small businesses, Shell Shock CBD as well included, ready to throw massive ad spend on your platform." I was like, "Yeah, you got L'Oreal and the rest of these douchebags wanting to pull their ad revenue." But like we said before, you've got a lot of motherfuckers, mm-hmm. a lot of small businesses ready to throw in a couple thousand here and there. Don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Like this is. Oh, I know, Laquisha. He didn't. Uh-uh. I love that scene from, like, Family Guy where Peter's, like, got his long-ass fucking nails on the thing. He's like, mm-hmm. Oh, you don't say Lafonda? Let me do this. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It's funny. It's funny until it's about you. Oh, shut up. We make fun of everybody here. Laugh, you fucking hypocrites. We even make fun of the Jews because apparently the blacks and the Jews are off limits. God forbid. Move over, trans. You can't make fun of any. I need to get the pew-pew Jew in here. And fucking have him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, he he wrote good, that book, right? He, write, he, he wrote chick, a few books. Book. Yeah. I, you know, I need to reach out to him to get him in here to have a good conversation about Judaism and how people... And what's going on right now with that. That'd be a good conversation because he's local, too. Yeah. He's local. Oh. That's a good idea. Actually, I don't want to give her a name away. I don't know if she wants to come on the podcast. She's a, she's a Hollywood star, and she actually lives local, reached out to me, and I'd love to have her on the, con- the show. But I don't know if it'd be a good idea considering, you know, cancel culture and shit like that. She came on our program, and, you know, she was on Stranger Things. And a few other great shows. So we'll see. She was the main lead in.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say her name. I don't want to say her name,
1: but she was.
0: No, uh, nobody's going to know who it is until uh, I actually give the name because there's multiple different characters on that show. I don't. I'm sorry. I can't get into that show. I tried uh, episode I one know. and two of Stranger, and it was boring as fuck. Uh, I just couldn't do it. Couldn't I, do uh, it. Apparently, it's a great show, though, but it's just one of those of like. Okay, we're waiting, we're waiting. It's nothing fun's happening. <clears throat> going to watch porn. Anywho, man. It's raining out here in Texas. <sighs> yeah. It's a beautiful day. I like the rain. I do. I like the rain. I don't care what anybody has to say. All right, let's get into the news, folks. That's what you're here for. Again, mark the calendar, 7.30 p.m. CST on the 8th. Josh and I will be in studio, probably kicking back some Delta 8, maybe a beer or two, and watching, uh, keeping updates with live uh, results of the elections. Now, they're already calling Arizona in favor of Kerry Lake, I believe it is. Don't know if that's true or not. But real quick, before we start the show, I want to give you all an update on what the voter turnout is looking like. Uh, And it's looking really good, actually. Where Where is it? 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 Fucking shit, cock sucking motherfucker. Oh, I just had it. Uh, right now it's looking like across the board, there are still more democratic mail in ballots than Republican, but Republicans are dominating, going to the actual polls and voting. And this doesn't surprise me because again, Republicans have lost all faith in the mail in ballot system. It's like, I want to go there physically and do this because I do not trust the mail in ballots. So right now, I think it said we're up almost 270, almost to 300,000 more voters, uh, then Democrats, there's some massively great turnouts. Now, they are saying that Georgia has some really good turnouts for Democrats over there. So if you're in Georgia and you're listening, make sure you go out to the polls and you vote. You bring friends with you. Do not let Georgia, the gubernatorial race, fall to Stacey Abrams, the election denier herself, and fucking morbidly obese, hideous-looking troglodyte of a woman.
1: Or uh, <clears throat> what's, it, what's the other guy's name? Warnock? Herschel Walker, Herschel Walker race, Warnock.
0: Uh, I think Dang. last I checked, Herschel's actually doing pretty good. He was had like what was that, like a ten point lead in the polls. Really? Yeah. He was he was actually up there. That was like a few days ago. It could have shifted since then. But his freaking his running opponent, like that dude, shit's coming out hardcore. This pastor that talks about people need to reject their whiteness. It's like, bro, you're out of your fucking mind.
1: Like what the like, hell? D- like,
0: d- d- here's the thing. If you look at like all the candidates, the left is putting up against. Uh, Republicans, by and large, a majority of which, well, I shouldn't say majority, but a good chunk of them are like these black liberals that are sitting there. You need to reject white, blah, blah, blah. It's like, look, dude, I don't think you understand something. You are 13 to 14 percent of the population. You are vastly outnumbered. So when you want to come spewing your racist bullshit, it's going to be rejected by a lot of us. Because guess what? Crackers aren't afraid of you anymore, especially on social media, especially on Twitter.
1: Yeah, we got to vent for ourselves. Yeah.
0: Now you actually have. Well, here's 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 a great point to to magnify this. I um, posted this on Instagram. You can follow me at John Burke Official on Instagram. And it's of this representative, uh, Anna V. Aska, whatever, Anna V. Askamani. And you remember, you know that, that page Defiant Ls? Yeah. If you don't know what the page Defiant Ls is on Twitter, it's one of the greatest pages ever. Essentially, they take old tweets and new tweets from single people and... And match them together to show their hypocrisy. And as you know, on the left, that's like a nonstop job. So this yeah. Defiant L's is growing quickly. But one of his targets, uh, Representative Anna V. Uh, Ascamani, says, I must be doing something right when conservative accounts start trolling with disinformation memes. Appreciate y'all for at least using a nice picture of me. And the tweets that he's got of her, the side-by-side, are of her original tweet in 8-1-2018 when it says, Rigged Witch Hunt. The only thing rigged in this was the 2016 pre- presidential election. Hashtag safety. Hashtag flap hole. Then she tweets out again in 2022 says more than one in two Americans will have an election denier on the ballot this fall. This isn't funny. It's dangerous. She's a fucking hypocrite. Now, here's the point why liberals are leaving Twitter and mass. She got fact checked and the fact check said readers added context. They thought people might want to know both tweets contained in this image were in fact tweeted by Representative Escamani. She got fact checked. Boom. Boom. Liberals do not want to be held accountable and have to atone for the lies that they spew. The saying this does not automatically mean that the people on the right don't do the same thing. But liberals, by and large, for years since the existence of political Twitter, had been getting away with verbal murder. And now they're getting fact-checked. They don't like that. And they're leaving. You mean I don't get to tell nonstop why? I'm going to take my ball and go to tribal. Now, I get it. Truth Social is an echo chamber. It is. You've got a lot of Republicans over there. Twitter is now balancing itself out. Liberals are running, by and large, the tribal social media app. So the very same thing they accuse Republicans of doing, they are now doing. Now, granted, both of these platforms are going to be echo chambers, mm-hmm. massive echo chambers. I think by far, though, tribal is going to be 10 times more of one. Well, actually, you know what? No, I can't say that because Truth Social is just inundated with Trump loyalists like nonstop. It's bad. And there's a lot of QAnon conspiracy theorists over there as well. I'm just acknowledging it is what it is. Yeah, I would suggest you know, it is what it is. You kind of want them banned just because they believe in that bullshit. But still, either way, I think Twitter is the battleground now. I think Twitter is going to be the battleground um, where it's going to be fair and balanced for, for the most part. You know, for the most. But we'll see. We'll see. The jury's still out. I'm giving Elon a few weeks That's what he's asking for. He's going in there to just basically gut this big, massive, liberal cesspool of just scum and filth. It's going to take him some time, but he's moving quick. He's moving quick. I'm actually fucking impressed. Like, yeah, it's nuts. So, all right. Well, hey, if you're watching on Rumble, hit that thumbs up button. Give it a share. We appreciate all our new viewers, old viewers, yada, yada, yada. Y'all are fucking amazing. Appreciate y'all being here. Um, All right, let's get into the news. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, big deal on Twitter today, or yesterday, rather. Oprah Winfrey, Weight Watchers galore, spokesperson. Oprah Winfrey has now endorsed John Fetterman over longtime friend Dr. Oz. And everybody in the congregation went,
1: duh. Everybody's (laughs) like, like, oh, my
0: God. That Brooklyn dad defied that black race baiter? He's such an idiot. Fucking morons. Breaking news. Breaking news. Oprah just endorsed Fetterman. Well, no fucking shit. She's a liberal. Fetterman's a liberal. Oz is not. No shit. Uh, This just in two. Uh, uh, By the way, um, Trump is a Republican. Uh, No fucking shit. No fucking shit. God, these people are such idiots. But they're going to take this because they're they're scrambling for crumbs at this point. And if you and here's the thing, for those that don't know, Oprah's endorsement is like the kiss of death in the political spectrum. You don't want Oprah endorsing you. Really? You really don't. This woman is so far out of it. She hasn't really dipped her toe too hard into politics, but when she has, it's really blown back on her pretty bad. But the fact Oprah is like the classic case of a black liberal. She is voting for a guy that is not mentally all there over a republican this is how stupid liberals are mm-hmm. this is how ignorant you are you are voting for a guy that has stroke issues that cannot form a complete sentence over dr oz who's the doctor by the way because you didn't know that he likes saying that he's a doctor as a physician doctor. as a doctor, doctor, doctor 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 that's oz mm-hmm. so oprah's endorsement Everybody's just, oh, all the liberals are on fire about this. It's like, no fucking shit. Uh, Yeah. Can we get Martha Stewart next while we're at it? Let's just see what she can do. Like, who gives a shit? That's her audience. Middle-aged, fat, fucking hideous, just these wives, these housewives that stay at home and don't do shit with their lives. And they just watch their fucking stories all day. That's her demographic. And truth be told, they vote. They vote. Next but thing you still, know, it's going to
1: be uh, Alyssa Milano.
0: What? You're kidding me. You, stop. She's voting Democrat? Shut the fuck up. Howard Stern, too? Oh, my God. No. What world am I living in? No. What world? This Is, is this just upside-down world? I don't know where I'm at anymore. It's just cray-cray. It's just crazy. Dude, I just don't get these people. I don't get them. But, again, it just goes to show you the levels of... Um, Oh, God, what would you call this? The levels of just desperation that they are reaching to to try and make it seem as if like, oh, we got a blue wave, dude. The polls, by and large, right now are not looking good for blue wave. Now, I'm not trying to put the horse before the carriage before the horse. I'm not trying to count the chickens. But but I am saying, though, mm-hmm. the polls are reflecting very accurately that there is a red wave coming. There's a and we can't stop this. We cannot stop this. Yeah. November 8th, you've got to go vote.
1: You know what concerns me is when my penis size? Yeah. It's small. Like, uh, uh, I told how you. How much it's did small. they cut off? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know vasectomies <laughs> did. Circumcisions, like after the fact. Like No, they cut the tip off. It was crazy. <laughs> is when Joe Biden comes out and he's talking about how long it's going to take to count the votes. Oh, Jesus. That sounds yeah. eerily familiar yeah. to the 2020 election where it took yeah. over
0: a month. Yep. Now, Yahoo votes. out of Israel just got reelected or he got elected again. And it did less than 24 hours Yeah. for the entire, not granted Israel compared to America. I get it, but stop with this. And I understand that the system does have some some things, but come on, dude, this is not take days and days no. and days and days. Like we know That's And it. it's all electronic. It's too. one day. It's one day and it's all fucking electronic. That's it. And if you can't hack that, then maybe we need to go back to just you write in yes or no, or you check the thing and yada, yada, yada. It's super easy. It's very easy. I don't trust. I'm sorry. I don't trust the electronic systems. I don't. Uh-uh. I want to go back to the day where you put the scan in and it That's still electric if you think about it.
1: Yeah, it's fine. You know, when you go up, you push the the candidate that you want, and then it prints it out, and it has the barcodes on it so you can see everybody you voted for, and then you stick it into the ballot box, it scans it, and that's it. True. Why does it take six weeks? But even that's hackable. Because you're trying to get more votes. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Uh, By the way, election fraud already been committed. I forget where it was at. It was basically they were trying to do absentee military ballots Fuck, who was that? I just saw that article. I should have pulled it up. Already already, election frauds being committed. Yeah. I think it was a Democrat as well. Absolutely. God, I hope it's, it was.
1: It's if it always wasn't, if it was a Democrat. I'm going to feel like an idiot. <laughs> I <laughs> should have known this article. Has there ever been a case where the Republicans have been accused of stuffing the ballot boxes? Oh, I'm sure.
0: I mean, I mean God, by that, and large. That's all the Bush-Gore thing was, was Republicans being accused. I mean, is it true? Yeah. No. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Probably wasn't true, but still.
1: I don't know. It is Bush. That hey. I could see. <laughs> it is Bush, yeah. That was like 2000, right? FBI
0: was back there like, don't look behind the curtain. Don't look behind yeah. the curtain. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be very interesting. Like, I'm not going to lie. Guys, I am, I'm honestly hoping for another turnout like the 2016 presidential election. I remember to this day, I will never forget where I was. It was when Trump versus Hillary, okay? And I'm sitting there. I was still on the set of American Grit. We were filming that. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm sitting there with John Cena. And I'm not going to give away his allegiances because I promise I never would. Um, And I'm sitting there watching TV. And the election results start coming in. And they're counting the electoral college votes. And I'm sitting there. And then it's like, he's got it. Trump is now the president. And I was just like, there's no way this just happened. There is no way that Trump just beat fucking Hillary. I was like, Hillary, and she's not the incumbent. I get it. But still, she is the incumbent in D.C. world. Oh, yeah. I was like, Trump just was like, whole And I was happy. Don't get me wrong. I was like, mm. but I'm just like, I didn't think he was going to pull it off. And he did. I did. I'm hoping we get a repeat feeling of that on November 8th when there is a massive red wave like we have never fucking seen. You've got record voter turnout in states like Florida. I'm hoping for Texas. But they're saying in Texas, it's already down by the Democrat side by 50,000. I'm cool with that great. Republicans, get out and fucking vote. Get out and vote. I'm telling you, we're going to keep slamming this over and over again. Get out and vote. Do not wait on this. Do not sit on this. Um, That's all I can say.
1: You know what I knew Trump was going to win in 2016? Is uh, when my wife would watch uh, The Real Housewives, Mm -hmm. the Watch What Happens Live with Mm -hmm. Andy Cohen, Mm -hmm. and he would do these nightly polls uh, about who people were voting for, Mm -hmm. and it was huge hugely in favor of trump yeah i mean it just it, oh, was, he it was so her. different it wasn't even than close. the he polls that her. the legacy media huh. was doing yeah. i mean completely different you can't trust the polls I, you, you can't because that was the most accurate poll
0: that yeah that we saw well when i <laughs> reference a polling it's like look we're taking this with a grain of salt good yeah. indicator either way but don't take that to the bank mm-hmm. you know so when i say that you know i think herschel walker's got a 10 point lead that could have fluctuated by now i don't know but like we said many times on the show who's hosting the poll? How many people are they polling and where are they polling at? These are main things that we should be asking, excuse me, regardless which side is conducting the poll or who it favors. That's something we all we always got to take into consideration. But as far as voter turnout, this is actually proven true. So we'll see. We'll, we'll just see. When, and again, 7.30 p.m. CST, November 8th. Josh and I will be here in the studio streaming this live, probably kicking back high off our asses um, and probably take the next day off of work because it's going to be a late night and we're going to see where we stand. When it comes to the House and the Senate, we're going to see where America stands and uh, we'll get the election results live. Well, provided it doesn't take a few fucking days, so we'll see. But I I don't think it's going to take a few days in all situations. I think it's going to be where there's contested areas, where people are challenging it. They're going to have to do recounts.
1: Yeah, this 538 poll has Walker up four points. Yeah, four-point So It's changed again. As of the second. Yeah.
0: We'll see. We'll see because, again... Hillary polled better than Trump. Trump wiped the floor with her. We'll see. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't get complacent out there, voters. All right. So, yeah, Oprah Winfrey backs Fetterman. No fucking shit. Whatever. Okay. So, for those that don't know, Fetterman just did a uh, a Trump or a Trump, geez, a um, campaign ad that was akin to the Mean Joe Green one back in the day where he's like, Hey, Joe, what are you doing? And it's cheesy as fuck. <laughs> But, have you seen it? Here you go, you little idiot. But, did you see the ending? <laughs> I it's, just saw it. I was like, I can't Okay, it's it. actually, I'm not going to lie. It's not bad. It's cringe as fuck up until the first part. Because, basically, let me describe it. Fetterman is, like, leaning on a wall. He's a very bad actor, by the way. And he's just kind of like, he's looking like he's just been put through the ringer. And this little black kid walks up. He's like, hey, who are you? He's like, I'm I'm John Fetterman. I'm John Fetterman. He's like, Rocky. (laughs) I (laughs) didn't (laughs) hear no stroke. And he tells the kid, he's like, I'm running for Congress. He's like, you look like you've been put through a lot. I was like, yeah, you don't know, kid. And the kid's like, well, you know, I'm happy for you. but I'll I'll vote for you. He's like, thanks. That means a lot. And the kid gives him his Coke. It says Fetterman on it. And then he drinks it. And you hear a little Coca Cola music in the background, and then the kid starts to walk off. And Fetterman's like, "Hey, kid!" And he throws him a shirt. He's like, "Thanks for support, or whatever." The kid's like, "Yeah," but, and then it ends. It's like that is the most cringe shit as fuck. But then uh, it comes right back a second later. It's Fetterman and this kid sitting on the stairs. Fetterman kind of drinking a Coke, and the kid's wearing the shirt and it says, "Trump is a jagoff." And the kid's like, "What does this mean?" And Fetterman's like, well, "I'll tell you when you're older." It's not bad. It's act- I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of good. It was kinda- I hate Fetterman. I think it's a more Trump is a jagoff. It says Trump is a jagoff. Yeah. It's like, way to freaking put that on a kid, though. Like, way to indoctrinate a kid into that. Okay. Trump is a (laughs) jackass.
1: I think, again, her. uh, Why is it that Democrats feel the need to drag kids into these situations where they're using adult language? Because when they're not touching them, they're chopping off their dicks. What about when Trump was uh, running for president in 2016 and they had Mm -hmm. all those little kids saying, fuck Trump, and giving him the finger and all this other shit? Yeah. I mean, what is it? What is their obsession with? Dragging children You're into these situations. That. Yeah, you are not wrong on that. You're right. I forgot all about a, that. You remember that? These guys are. Yeah. They're, Kids saying they're, they're not there. Up. They're yeah. not all there in the head. They're sick. No, they are like, sick. This uh, this guy's sicker than other people because he's obviously a stroke victim. But I mean, just it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all. It's like, like what well, are your priorities? Well, I mean, speaking of
0: Trump, not like we all didn't know this. November 14th, Trump's going to be announcing his presidential run. November 14th, Trump announces his candidacy yep. for president. Now, watch the January 6th committee go into fucking overdrive. Mm. They're going to do their best to indict him. They're going to do their best. Oh, yeah. Once he makes that announcement, now it's official. He's running. They're going to do everything they can to derail Trump. And I'm telling you, <laughs> when Trump makes that announcement it's
1: like Wiley Coyote. Oh, bro. <laughs>
0: Once Trump makes that announcement, the GOP is going to be on fucking fire. You are going to see a... T- and here's the thing. Bro, I wish I could be Trump's PR dude. I was like, look, Mr. President, here's what you need to do. You make the announcement and then you immediately go to Twitter and you tweet out your favorite president is back. And you fucking set the internet on fire and you rally like you've never rallied before. Because here's the deal. When it comes to voter suppression and all this stuff, that comes from a margin of fraud. Mm -hmm. A margin of fraud how they can rig an election. When it's an overwhelming majority, you cannot rig that. You cannot deny it. That is the truth. That's what Republicans have to do by and large. You go out there and you overwhelm the polls with votes to the point where they cannot suppress that. There's that little margin of of error, of voter error, where you can use that. You can utilize that. A couple hundred thousand votes here and there. When you are going out there in record numbers and you're fucking voting, you cannot deny that. You cannot hide that. You can't cover it up. It's impossible. So Trump needs to go out there, and and he's got a while. You know, that's two years of campaigning before the presidential elections. But this dude, he's got the time. He's got the money. Set the Internet on fire Mm -hmm. and then ride that motherfucker for two years. Speaking of that... The uh, Floridian run, the Floridian gubernatorial run between Chris Christie or whatever and Ron DeSantis. Chris Christie shows up to an event, and he does not have hardly anybody there to support him. He's got a, he's got a small... Chris Christie, whatever his name is. It's cri- I think is it Chris? Yeah, it's Chris. Chris Christie. Uh, I don't know
1: what his first name is, but his last name is Chris. Okay, Chris.
0: Um, well, he goes out there, and it shows him walking mm. into the event. It ain't nothing like what DeSantis is pulling. Nothing. Yeah. If that is any any iota or any indicator... Of how his. I'm excited to see the voter turn or the voter, or the voting results on the DeSantis. This dude is kind of like, look, I'm all about the Rocky Balboa's, the underdog coming back. You ain't got a chance in hell, bro. You, got, you got about rock. as much chance as a cupcake and Oprah Winfrey's fucking pantry. <laughs> You're fucking done, bro. <laughs> you are done. And I hate saying this because don't give up on your dreams, but fuck you and your dreams. There ain't no way in hell. Florida is mostly red. This is the reddest I think I've ever seen Florida. It's not a
1: swing state anymore. It
0: ain't. They broke it. They broke it. Let's go. I mean, if we can pull this up later, we'll do this on election night. If you look at how red Florida is, like, bro. And then you go look at how red Texas is and where are the blue areas? Every single, almost every single fucking city. Every city is blue. It's you shitheads that live in these fucking city areas that you just trash it up and you tear it up. Meanwhile, those of us on the outlying areas are kind of like, hey, we're actually doing pretty good out here. You keep your shit in there. Yeah. You keep your homeless and all that other crap and your drugs. You keep it over there. I can tell we're you, good.
1: Uh, in Texas, mm-hmm. it looks like Abbott's, this poll, the 538 poll, mm-hmm. which uh, I think it, it's a left leaning poll, right? I think so, yeah. They've got Abbott up uh nine point four points. Hey, let's see uh Florida. Mm-hmm. Pulling up real quick. Was he up like twenty-two points? Let's see. He's up ten points. Oh ten points? Really? I thought yeah. it was more than that. Fifty-two point eight, forty-two point eight. So
0: that's still that's still that's still a massive, yeah. That's
1: that's big. There's that's a lot huge. of people in Florida. Yeah, there's Just a lot of Just like more. here in Texas, there's I mean,
0: I, I worry more about Texas than Florida. Florida's the center. DeSantis, Texas, I'm worried about Beto.
1: Because you have people from California moving mm-hmm. here, and that's mm-hmm. uh, the real issue. I mean, but I Beto. think by and large, the people leaving California— mm-hmm. Are conservatives?
0: I think so as well. I, I agree with you on that. I don't think cons- I don't think Californians are stupid enough to come to other states and vote in what they what they were fleeing from. It'd be the same as Venezuelans mm-hmm. coming to America to escape communism, only to vote it for vote for it again. And the only reason they would this do that is because it they this time it will work. I know it. Uh, I love I love paying you know three hundred pesos for bread. Um, I don't know why I sound like Veggie tales, but whatever. he <laughs> are his cheeseburger. His price is cheeseburger. All the parents in the fucking chat. In the podcast just <laughs> shit themselves. I know that song! <laughs> we were raised on Veggie tales. Uh What were we talking about? Uh,
1: California's moving to yeah. Texas.
0: I, I don't think that these, these people are going to be coming over here and voting back into power, what they were fleeing from, but I think a lot of them will do that because Democrats are very good at lying. So I think they're going to vote in favor of what they feel is right, yet they don't know about behind the curtain they're really voting for socialism, yeah. which is just communism. It's great value brand communism.
1: We'll see. Uh, I mean, they, just... Beto O'Rourke is just such a grifter. He is like this guy. He's such a piece of crap. If voters cannot understand, I will say that he is drawing large crowds to his events. So he's got the younger. Yeah, he's got he's got
0: the inner city crowds. He's got the liberals of the blue blue cities, but he does not have the outlying. Because look where he's campaigning at. He's not going to these outlying areas. He's in hard. Yeah, it's
1: colleges. He's
0: playing to his audience. He knows where they're at.
1: Yeah, they're just. He's been able to manipulate the Gen Z. Oh, absolutely. Uh, generation. Well, most where- Gen
0: Zers that are voting liberal really don't know what the fuck they're talking, but they don't know what they're voting for because no, you they think have no at idea. someone like Beto. and It's like, look, look at his two A stances. You can do a side by side comparison over mm-hmm. the last two years. This guy has flip flopped so many times. How can you trust that? Yeah. Whatever he's telling you now, he could easily change his opinion ten days from now. Mm-hmm. But what he's running primarily on right now, and he's smart to do this, is the freaking the uh, abortion. He's running on abortion being pro choice.
1: That's what they that's the only thing they have to run on. That's all he's got. That's all he's got, yeah. It's a state decision on that stuff. Yep. It's not a national. Well, he
0: wants to go in there, become governor, and then overturn it. But Texas Congress is not going to let that happen.
1: We're going to let you have abortions up to 48 months. (laughs) Jesus.
0: Uh, It's okay to murder them right as soon as they come out of the vagina. They're still not alive technically yet.
1: It's like, really? How does that work? That's interesting. Look, if you're still on the fence about having a baby, after you have the baby, we'll put it on a Silver tray, (laughs) and you can make the call. We'll kill it then, or let it live. We'll go put a brick next to your bed. I just whatever you want to do. I just love how these liberal women are
0: just like I'm fighting for my rights. It's like no, you're fighting for your right to murder something. Mm -hmm. That's that's not a right. That's not in the Constitution. And when liberals, by and large, want to make that argument, it's like look, you do realize like abortion was back during the Constitution formulation as well, right? Mm -hmm. You know when they were formulating this or writing it, it existed. And I'm pretty sure if they wanted to add it in there, they would have added it in there under the Bill of Rights. And it's not. Yeah. So, well, no, to be fair, I mean to play devil's advocate, women also couldn't vote. So, yeah. But still. Yeah, I don't think. And don't, and to cap on that. Oh, I hate playing devil's advocate, but it's the truth. And yet they still had slaves. Then there was like the what, the three-fifths rule? The three-seven? What was it? Three-fifths, 3 It was bullshit. It's a three-five-seven. It's a three-five-seven. Um but the report is Report Donald Trump considering November 14th as date for 2024 campaign announcement. Uh, Former President Donald Trump is considering, and this is again, this is why I keep saying he needs to go back to Twitter. That's where everybody's at. It's not on True Social. Go back to Twitter. I know it doesn't look good. I know you spent a lot of money into True Social, but I'm going to be honest with you. The tribal Democrat app that they created is actually better than True Social. I hate to say it. I fucking hate to say it, but the user interface is better. You, you know. Yeah. It's, it's I hate uh, saying it, but it's just, it's the truth. The only it's, thing,
1: what I don't like about it is you have to go down the categories. Yes. They need That's to eliminate a little that. annoying. Yeah. But, you know, trolling people over there is mm-hmm. is pretty fun. Oh, my God. It's an echo chamber. I don't oh, know that, yeah. It's if so much fun. You're a trans homosexual. Yep. Who's just yep. fighting for the rights of BIPOC.
0: <laughs> you know? Oh, it's great. Um, Axios cites three sources familiar with the discussion about Trump's announcement that the former president will announce his presidential campaign on November 14th, not commenting on the never-ending media speculation rumors. Trump's spokesman, Taylor Budowicz, said in a statement to Breitbart News in reaction to the report, As President Trump has said, Americans should go vote up and down the ballot for Republicans, and he will continue that message tomorrow night in Pennsylvania. The former president teased his announcement during a rally on Thursday night in Iowa. He says, uh, in order to make our country very – or excuse me. In order to make our country successful and safe and glorious, I will very, very, very probably do it again. Get ready, President Donald J. Trump. Uh, I like his his way of putting things. Like the, you yeah. could have just said it, but instead saying, very, very, very big, big news, such big news, folks. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be the biggest news. What news? It's, it's very big, folks. Like, well, okay. Whatever but,
1: You know, that's one person I believe that when he says, I'll turn it around quickly, that He'll I think he it. probably will oh, turn yeah. it around quickly.
0: Yeah, I agree. Trump has been eager to announce his campaign for president, but was advised not to announce it before the midterm elections. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Keep all the focus on the candidates running. Don't put the focus on you. I, right. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. The Justice Department is also weighing dates regarding the possibility of charging the former president with federal crimes. Called it. Didn't even read this article yet. Called it. Kobe. 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 They're going to do their best to freaking try and indict this dude so he can't run again. They are that. Democrats are scared.
1: They just can't get rid of Trump.
0: They can't. And I love it. It's not that I I blindly support Trump, but I do like what he represents as far as how he basically pigeonholes the left. They are going to do whatever they can to keep this guy from running. And in the process of so doing, they're going to rally Republicans like they've never seen before. Mm -hmm. You're attacking their, their, their president, who they like. Good luck. Yeah. Good fucking luck. And I'm telling you this: If Trump gets reelected, I think when Trump gets reelected, again, watch, watch to see what happens to the FBI. Watch to see what happens to these government agencies. You are going to see, uh, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, you're going to see some gutting like you've never seen before. Like these agencies are done.
1: Have you heard some of these uh, FBI whistleblowers? Mm-mm. Boy, it's uh, pretty eye opening. Like I know on Dan Bongino's show, he's had a couple uh, FBI whistleblowers, and they just talk about what goes on, what yeah. they're investigating. We need a
0: producer for this show. I'm telling you. So we you, start like, getting people like because uh, mainly it's you and me that we're getting guests and stuff because we don't spend a lot of time looking for guests. It's just whenever it happens, when you get a producer for the All American Savage Show podcast yeah. to get us guests and stuff like that. Because I'm lazy, I just <laughs> like hearing myself talk. What it mainly is, no, not really. I don't mind interviewing, but I like having guests on the show. Um, but yeah, it is a pain in the ass to go out there and track them down.
1: Yeah, but I see the FBI. It should be, I mean, disbanded. Well, I agree. I agree. I mean, clearly yep. it's been compromised and they use it for uh, yep. political leverage.
0: I 100% concur. I agree. I, I love to be clear. I agree. Uh, let me be clear. YouTube fam, what are you doing? Come on over here to, the, uh, to the, the Rumble. Here's the link. Come join us on the Rumble page. If you could hit that thumbs up button, we appreciate that. Um, listen to this. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen transgender criminal becomes first person to appear as both a man and woman in court. What? Uh, Fucking what? Why sense. is this nonsense even tolerated? A transgender individual reportedly made history in court on Wednesday by being sentenced for crimes committed both as a man and as a woman on the same day. You see, no. This makes a great headline, but this is just feeding into the insanity. You are a man. You should be tried as a man. You're not a woman the fact that you get charged both no it's cool it's like oh you got charged for both but no because all you're doing now is acknowledging the fact that they're a woman no don't do that they're a man
1: question for you yeah if you somehow it's real. 100% got, real. It's 100% real. got arrested for something mm-hmm. like a big crime mm-hmm. would you go to transgender in them just to go to a female prison
0: me personally yeah no
1: really? i'm not crazy I'm just saying if, if that was an option on the table, like, you know no. what? I'm going to jail for a long, long time.
0: Mm-hmm. I could see what, well, number one, that's never going to happen uh. to me because I would never do you anything. Know, but yeah, as far as like getting out of it, I could see that. But then, because that's already happened yeah. because uh, there was that one dude that was literally knocking women up. Uh-huh. Transgender man. And he's fucking these women in pregnancy and getting pregnant. Yeah. It's like, um. Not a bad plan you if you're going to jail happen. for life. I mean... <laughs> uh, you mean, But here's the thing, though. You also got to remember the buffet selection is not going to be what you think it is. You think you're getting some oh, freaking Texas D. Brazil, but in reality, you're getting some Golden Corral. I don't know. It's... Which, don't get me wrong, I do love Golden Corral. I am redneck as they fucking come. I don't give a shit. Golden Corral's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. What are your other options? Exactly.
0: You're going to get a lot of freaking butch women in there. you and, uh... want about
1: that or you want a, a buffet a dick? <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I don't know. Compared to some oh. of them women, it's like... Maybe taking it up the ass ain't such a bad idea. It's like, have you
0: seen these women? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just curious. And this is exactly why we are never going to be on yeah. Fox. <laughs> According to the Telegraph, the individual who now currently goes by the name Alana ha Morgan was sentenced to a three-month restriction of liberty order for offenses committed over the last 18 months. Uh, while some of these offenses were committed during a period when Morgan went by Alana others... Ac- like, wh- what? What? Others occurred at a time when the individual went by the name Alan. Alan! 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 Steve! Alan! Alana! Alana! Some of you will get that reference. It's internet culture right there. Uh, Reporting on the transgender individual sentencing in Dundee Sheriff Court, Scotland, the publication describes Morgan as having been sentenced for a variety of public order offenses. Some of these offenses allegedly included Morgan... Causing distress by urinating in public, shouting incoherently at indiscriminately throwing slices of pizza around the street, exposing his buttocks, as well as pulling down his trousers to expose his generals. Oh, that sounds like a trans person. Yeah, absolutely. Mentally, mental disorder, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, in regard to sentencing, I shouldn't say that. Not all trans people are that crazy. I mean, I think all of them are a little crazy, but not that crazy. I mean, I don't know. Different levels. And different levels, yeah. And regarding to sentencing, Jane Caird, who was defending Morgan, said that her client was extremely fearful of being sentenced to prison, imploring the judge that while her client had been deemed unsuitable for taking part in community service due to health issues, the alternatives to a jail term should be considered. Are you fucking kidding me? This fruitcake exposes dick (laughs) to people in public, and you think because of mental illness he shouldn't be. Shut the fuck up. Stop putting kid gloves on with these nut jobs. That's why they're nut jobs in the first place. You are enabling this type of behavior. Pin their fucking hides to a wall. Get the fuck out of here. This shit's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I could say something really bad, but I'm. He'll be a statistic soon enough anyway, so. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And that level of crazy he's going to off himself soon enough. They got a 64% suicide rate. It's probably going to happen.
1: Oh, geez.
0: I'm sorry. I just think somebody like that, it's probably, it's a likely possibility. But he's also a piece of shit, so I really don't fucking care. On Thursday, Elon Musk's Twitter. That's what I love about John Burke Uncensored. It's so great. Cancel this, dick. Uh, you've got mail. Elon Musk's Twitter to inform employees of mass layoffs via email. Today, Yeah. Today. And you've got all the virtue signaling. All the virtue signaling. Blue checks on Twitter. Just, oh my God. That's, Geraldo Rivera is on there bitching about this. Like, bro, I hate this guy. He's such a fucking moron. How this guy still has a platform, I have no idea. After the shit he pulled in Iraq in 2003. But anyway...
1: Who's still listening to this guy?
0: A lot of motherfuckers. Because he he keeps going back and forth. Like, nobody knows. You can't really pin where he's at politically exactly. I can tell you right now where he is. Well, sometimes he's he's done Republican. He's he's a a liberal. Oh, he's a liberal. But sometimes he's leaned more Republican. Which, so is Bill Mayhar. But I see the consistency in Bill Mayhar's thinking. I can understand that. Bill Maher, whatever you want to call it. Like, Geraldo Rivera, he's just a fucking nut job. This guy's an idiot. But when you see these people crying about it on Twitter, about the layoffs and stuff, I'm going to tell you this right now and I mean this, my hand to God, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care whether they live or die because you are the same fascists. You are the same people that sat there and you were perfectly fine. You didn't say anything about people being fired that did not want to get the jab. You were fine with that. Mm -hmm. You stood by, you let it happen, and you turning a blind eye is not an excuse. You canceled conservatives on your platform. You basically downplayed very important news stories And by proxy, you work for them, you're guilty. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to... Normally, I don't like associating guilt because of uh, proximity. But you work... It's the same thing. You work for Facebook, Mm -hmm. you're with them. You're on their side. You work for them, you're on their side. You work for Twitter, you were on the side of censorship. So I don't give a fuck. Same people that applauded when the president said, winter of severe illness and death. They amplified and magnified... Tweets celebrating the deaths of people that did not want to get vaccinated, which by and large has not been unvaccinated people. No, but you sat there and you said nothing. So you'll excuse me if I don't shed a single fucking tear about you getting fired. Learn to code somewhere else, bitch. I don't give a shit. No mercy. You know, there was a subreddit that was allowed for the longest time where they celebrated the deaths of the unvaxxed COVID people. Really? Oh yeah, it was a real thing. It was a real thing.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: And now we're doing it to you. Isn't it funny how the tables turn each time? Because before it was, oh, get vaccinated, you're going to die, blah, blah, blah. And they all made fun of us. And now what's happening? More and more. And here's the thing. Go watch on Twitter. Now that it's like the censorship's being lifted bit by bit, you're going to start seeing these news
1: stories coming out more and more. Mm -hmm. Myocarditis, heart-related issues and conditions. Dude, I was listening to... Stephen Crowder's podcast Mm -hmm. this morning, and he had on these morticians Mm -hmm. talking about the blood clots that they're pulling out of these dead bodies. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "This guy's from England, and he was saying how they're not regular blood clots. Yeah, that they're it's and it's not a blood clot that the body produces. Right, it's some scary shit, man. It is." You, I've had people comment on my Instagram
0: page. Hey, I got the jab and I have complications as a result mm-hmm. of it. It's been proven. Yeah, it's
1: proven. They were he was using a uh, young guy. He was like 30 years old. So the guy was in shape, not an ounce of fat on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, athlete dropped dead yeah. after doing the autopsy and everything. He had his like uh, arteries were like 85 percent clogged with the um, with this clot. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, I don't know, man. Well, I'd be uh, nervous. The, the I'd be CDC going to the director just checked. tested
0: positive again for COVID. <laughs> she just got hit it again. Bro. And she was taking that pro by or the uh, pro whatever it was called. Um, and, yeah, she got COVID again.
1: Yeah. I, and apparently this kid had uh, or this guy had three vaccinations. Yeah. So oh, go go figure. Right. Go figure. So he had the vaccination and then the boosters. Yeah. Three boosters. So uh, that's uh, good. Luck. Know, that's, that's scary shit. And it was an interesting podcast because they called a bunch of different people. Um, morticians mm-hmm. to, to see if they would get him to talk and they had one guy <laughs> I, I totally did not do that that was you <laughs> but uh it was fitting he was fitting he they talked to one guy who um i think he might have been here local mm-hmm. in in the dallas dfw area mm-hmm. and he was giving his um thoughts or his experience with uh these people who are coming in or just dropping dead and mm-hmm. like trying to you know, fine veins and yeah. finding these clots and all this other stuff. It went on for about 10, 15 minutes and then mm-hmm. they were going to have them on their, their podcast. And then he just ghosted them like no emails, no calls or anything like that. It's, it was a really interesting podcast. Weird. Uh, I'd recommend people listening to it. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, that is crazy. It's some scary stuff going That's, on. Yeah. Like people who have gotten that vaccine. I
0: don't. And these people celebrated. When they got this crap. Yeah. When they got this bread. crap, they thought they were just, like, God's gifted. like, oh, look at me. I'm doing my part. It's like, okay. Yeah. Maybe now, when there's enough of you dropping dead in the street from my, your, your heart-related conditions, mm-hmm. you learn a hard lesson from them of you never trust the government.
1: You know, And it's not just that. There's people who are good people who didn't try yeah. to force it on, who yeah. were just scared uh-huh. yep. and took it. Because the, they wanted to keep their job. And I'm, I'm not knocking they them. want get They wanted it. to keep their job or yeah. they were just scared because of the yeah. media, what mm-hmm. all these people were saying. Even though you had a 99.98% chance of being fine, as long as you didn't have any other cold morbidities, <clears throat> yep. as long as you weren't, you know, extremely old or had yep. some sort of weight problem, yep. more than likely you were going to be fine. It was going to mm-hmm. suck. It yeah. did suck. But you you were you're going to live. Yep. 100 percent. So they screwed a lot of these people up. man. Maybe now. Again, I don't know that I never
0: trust the government. Yeah. Regardless of who's in power, left, center, right, doesn't
1: matter. You never trust the government. The conversation of forgiveness is decades, (laughs) decades down the road. Yeah,
0: that ain't something like y'all should not be asking for amnesty like right now. Give it a few years. Give it a few years so more of you can die off from the jab that you got. And then we'll talk so we can throw that in your face as well. No, I'm not for amnesty. I'm yeah. not. I know Austin Peterson's pushing hard for this. I keep seeing his tweets. I need to get him on the show so we can have a little discussion because I do not agree. And, he, you know, he was also tweeting out about how he likes Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I'm like, what? It's like, fucking what? She's like the AOC of the right. I was like, granted, she does fight. I'll give her that. But she says some stupid shit as well. But, you know, she, she did this hot take on freaking how uh, you can have this um, as far as cannabis induced whatever. Yeah. And the crime is up because of it. It's like, okay, Marjorie, if that's an issue, then explain to me why you're okay with alcohol. Yeah. Stop this bullshit. Because this is, I I love how politicians like her and the rest of them, um, you want to frame a certain substance Mm -hmm. and base or determine that substance's value, be it good or bad, based on the outcome. Then why aren't you doing it for cigarettes? Why aren't you doing it for alcohol? Why aren't you doing it for fatty foods? But you want to go after cannabis because it's an easy target. Yeah, It's a very easy target. I'm telling you right now, that is a boomer hot take that's going to get a lot of people going against you now. Because yeah. even a lot of moderates or a lot of Republicans are saying, legalize it. Right. Let's legalize this shit. Like, stop with this bullshit. Mm-hmm. But that's the exact uh, example I want to give to people, that the GOP is becoming more libertarian. When you've mm-hmm. got more GOP people saying, hey, legalize this shit. This is ridiculous. Yeah. People like Marjorie Taylor Greene need to go away. I'm sorry. That's just the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. Yeah, it's an outdated. It has negatives. I don't give a fuck. It's your right to choose. That shit could yeah. sit like you. I believe. I believe if you want to take fentanyl. Take fucking fentanyl. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You want to kill yourself? Kill yourself. I don't give a damn. Yeah, Not my problem.
1: I've never gotten stoned. Be like, you know what? I think I want to try heroin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to go out there and beat on a minority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know like what the, I have it's done? It's just
0: fucking nuts. It's nuts. Ordered a pizza
1: at midnight. Exactly. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what Wait, I have done. Who'd you order a pizza at midnight from? Other oh, places.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, mom and pop shops, huh? Weird how that works. Weird how that works. Support the small businesses. Not recently, obviously, but But yeah, Austin Peterson, he's been going on this tirade on Twitter. He's yeah. been he's been bashing a lot of people that are like coming after libertarianism. But he's been he's been uh like I, I don't know. I don't know where he's at these days. Like he goes hand in hand with turning point. And he's one person I never thought I would see do that. And he's just I think it's because they're showing him some attention. Mm-hmm. He's at their 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 meets and greets. These are the boomer neocons. Like, I'm sorry, I cannot agree with that. But he's been also he's been he's been simping for me, I shouldn't say simping, but he has been freaking going for Marjorie Taylor Green. And even Molly Yiannopoulos is campaigning with her. And I'm like, what the fuck? What has happened? What has happened? I like know. the heroes I once had have fallen. Like what the shit? <laughs> And I'm left here holding the bag. I was like, am I doing something wrong? Are my views antiquated? And I was like, because cause Austin Peterson educated me on Milton Friedmanism and John Locke, and I started mm-hmm. opening my mind to this stuff. And I look at him. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why are you siding with the likes of Marjorie Taylor Greene and then pushing hard for boomer Republicans and then turning around and criticizing anyone that criticizes libertarianism? It's like, you know, these LPs out there, it's like, you don't seem to understand. Like, you're your own worst fucking enemy. There's a reason that you're not mainstream party, because you keep shooting yourself in the fucking foot. You keep putting out these candidates like Joe Jorgensen, their open borders. It's like, no wonder nobody takes you fucking seriously. You're like Democrats light. That's all it really is. So I'm sorry. I just I don't agree with that. But I do like Austin. He's a good dude. Mm -hmm. I have no beef with the guy. But I'm kind of like, I don't know where you're at these days, man. And I'm not saying that you cannot agree with somebody's policies. and, And, you know, I'm not saying that. But he's been pushing hard for Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm like, I don't get where your head's at on this one. I just don't.
1: I don't know. If I had to pick between Marjorie Taylor Greene and AOC. But we're not even picking. That's not even relevant. I mean We're not even picking.
0: That's I'm talking about I don't want to make
1: that. I just comparison. want to know where she's gonna vote on certain things, like uh because you're not gonna agree with everybody I, on I, everything. I, yes, I agree. I think she will vote by and large right. a lot of what I would agree with as well. Mm-hmm. Border wall, all, yeah, funding I mean funding the military, yeah, cutting taxes, that kind of stuff. I don't know if I believe in funding the military to that extent. Uh, Well, you know, that's the job of the government is to make sure that we have a strong military, secure borders. Yeah. I think Fair trade. when deals? we
0: say funding the military, I don't like blanket terming that because it's like, okay, what are we what are we putting more funds into? No, I what are those well, funds I can going agree with to? That. Yeah, I no. mean, obviously that's, that's why I say that.
1: As a civilian, I so. have no idea how the complexities of the military work. Yeah, you don't of, know. Of Thank you for my they're... service and shut
0: the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> Fucking A. Ungrateful pleb. I it, fought for your freedom. Yeah, I really did yeah, I fought did. for freedom in the Middle East. I fought yeah, for oil. You did. I wish. I mean, I'm, okay, look, let's be honest. If you're a veteran of the Middle Eastern wars, we should get a gas like break. Like, if you're a veteran that fought for oil in the Middle East, you're only gonna be paying 50 cents a gallon because you fought for it. You, <laughs> you fought, know what for <laughs> it? fought for yeah. Oh, we fought for fucking KBR. Why not? Let, let us get a gas break. I mean, that makes sense to me. <laughs> I can see this is like one of their ads. Like, have you been exposed to the, the $6 million earplug lawsuit? Have you fought in the Middle East for oil? If you have, you're entitled to at least $3 off your gas because you fought for oil. <laughs> I would totally sim for that. It was like, hey, we fucked up, but yeah, I'll take that gas money.
1: Yeah, you know, especially now.
0: Uh, on Thursday, Elon Musk's Twitter notified workers that mass layoffs will be announced today via an email. Employees being let go by the social media platform will receive an email on their personal account, while workers that keep their jobs will receive an email on their work email. The major layoffs comes about a week after Elon Musk acquired the far-left social media platform. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reports that Twitter told employees on Thursday that it would be notifying staff of mass layoffs on Friday. This move comes shortly after Elon Musk's takeover of the company, warning that he plans to cut Twitter, Twitter staff approximately by... Er, to wait, hold on. Holy shit, we got it wrong. He's cutting the the, the Twitter quitter staff. Might as well Twitter staff of approximately seventy five hundred down to two thousand. Nice. Holy shit. Good for you, buddy. Hey, that's how you do it. That's how you, Well, mm, no, he we needs to fire them all. Yeah. Get rid of them all.
1: Well, I mean, you gotta that. have somebody to.
0: Yeah, I know, but like cross train them and then the fight fight and them. yeah. <laughs> You got somebody there banning somebody. I know. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Uh, And that's going down today. So, moment of silence for all the Twitter layoffs. Uh, Twitter. (laughs) That's the perfect time for it. There we go. Um Twitter employees file lawsuit claiming mass layoffs violate federal law requiring notice. A week after finalizing, blah, 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 blah. What? Yeah, a here's class, your notice. Get the fuck get out. Get the fuck out. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> a class action lawsuit was reportedly filed against Twitter on Thursday on behalf of workers claiming the company intended layoffs violate a federal law requiring 60 days notice for employees. Like, if that's the game you want to play, you ever heard of a quiet firing? That's what's gonna happen mm-hmm. Okay You'll work here for another 60 days But you ain't gonna like that work Cause I'm about to overload your ass And you can yeah. be working fucking nonstop. Yeah All those fucking luxury meals and coffees you're getting made Gone Cut Cut If you still wanna work here Good for you One bathroom But it ain't gonna be like Yeah one bathroom that you all share Unisex Unisex one And get your stall. transgender freak shows in there with you. <laughs> and if you think trans women Don't shit all over them Piss all over you You are mistaken You gotta take your own trash out if you got a penis, that piss is going everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's just a, that's a matter of fact. A week after Elon Musk finalized his $44 billion purchase of the Silicon Valley-based social media platform, a letter went out to employees saying about half the company's 7,500-person workforce will be losing their jobs starting Friday. Uh, team, in an effort to place Twitter in a healthy pathway, we will go through the difficult pro So hold on real quick. Let me, let me pause this for a second. The very same people complaining about these Twitter staff being laid off, why aren't you complaining about advertisers pulling their ad money? That's what's causing this. Yeah. Uh, well, you people are so, f- oh yeah, absolutely. They're losing ad revenue. So if yeah, they're losing ad revenue, they're right. losing overhead or their overhead's going up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, the only other thing is if we're making less money, we got to cut our people. I get it. I don't know why I sound like Obama the entire uh, time. Listen, we're going to have to let you go, especially if you're white. But you're coming back. Clinging to your guns and religion. We're going to have to <laughs> fire you. Oh, that's none of my <laughs> Twitter employees. Shit. Guess I'm going to fire the liberals. But it's true. Yeah. those that are pulling ad revenue from the platform twitter's losing money so the first thing you're going to start doing is well if we can't get advertisers coming back because of this activism bullshit and here's the thing never negotiate with activist activists don't Mm-mm. don't don't ever you you finalize and put into concrete how it's going to be and that's it the moment you start trying to go back and forth with activists especially when it's your company you tell them to fuck off beat bricks pound sand get the fuck out that's just the way it is because the moment that you start bending the needs of these so-called activists, they're going to walk all over you. It's the truth. Once they see they got you by the short hairs and you'll even come to the table and listen, now they know they've got some pull on you versus like, no, you're done. Get the fuck out. If you don't like it, you're not working here. And this, and I really feel like this is a direct result of what we've seen as far as workplace conditions by and large to where I've seen, I've never seen so much entitlement from employees in my entire fucking life. Like even with our own dealings, you and I both know in the past, Mm -hmm. when we sit there and we give out bonuses, there are some of the most ungrateful motherfuckers I've ever seen. Some of the most ungrateful motherfuckers throughout the history of this company, $2,500 bonus. And people are just looking at you like, oh, thanks. It's like, I just paid you half a month's fucking pay and I didn't have to. And that's all I get. That's why I'm just kind of like, some of you fucking employees, you got it good and seeing how Twitter employees were treated. Holy shit. Yeah. They, they have a very good life. Gourmet chefs? Well, think, I shouldn't say gourmet, uh, but you can go in there. You can get food anytime, drinks. Really? My God, Facebook? Oh, yeah, they take care of them. They really take care of them. Hmm. I remember... Uh, remember seeing this thing back when Matt Best and JT went to go visit the Twitter headquarters and it was like really big for them. I'm kind of like, why the fuck are you, why are you with these people? They're the enemy. Yeah. They don't. And so that's why I kind of realized where Black Rifle was going. I was like, okay, here we go. I was like, they're going to play the game over there. So it's like, and I get it from a business perspective, but I got no respect for that kind of behavior. It's like, no, absolutely not. To see what they're doing to fucking voices on social media and mm-hmm. you're going to go. No. I don't, How long I don't ago was that? I want to say three years, two years. Facebook was already known for being fucking intolerant of the, of the right people. They of went people to on the right. Facebook headquarters? Yep. They went and took a tour, yada, yada, yada. Because, I mean, that's where Black Rifle got its start, YouTube and Facebook. Uh, Best was put, putting out and great content. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. But the fact is, it's like, no, I've gotten no, They're putting massive ad spend into those platforms. It's like, I get it. I mm-hmm. understand from a business perspective. But there comes a time where it's like the same people that you say you're on their side for, start standing up for them. Yeah. You've got the platform to do it, and I don't see it. And so it's kind of like, and I get why a lot of people are leaving Black Rifle in Mass. I don't hate them. I love JT, good dude. I don't talk to Matt. I don't talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. But JT's always been there for me, and I'm cool with him. But from what I've seen, the actions like I see it, it is what it is. I mean, it just is. I mean, when you've got freaking Ethan or uh, the owner, what's his name? Fucking, uh, oh god, Evan, Evan, Evan Hafer. When you're doing an interview with the New York Times, what the fuck do you think was gonna happen? Like, what the fuck did you really think was gonna happen? Like, you shouldn't even talk to them. They're going to run you through the fucking ground. But the stuff he said, it was like, bro, you said that. I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. I really didn't know the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. That was blown out of proportion. I don't really blame Black Rifle for that. That was a podcaster using some artistic license to say they backed I was Like, you don't have the right to say that. Mm-hmm. But I think Evan Hafer even had made some comments about that to where he didn't support it. I'm just kind of like, bro, that's the Second Amendment. Yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of people freaking dumped Black Rifle for that. And I get why. I totally get why. I remember I've had my dealings with the Black Rifle cult. Holy shit. Posted a picture of myself with uh, Laura Bush. And remember, I don't yeah. think you were there for that. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh, yeah, you were. I was there. For Starbucks. And mm-hmm. I got cruel. Oh, you should be drinking Black Rifle. It's like, hey, what? Why can't I just do whatever the fuck I want? And that's just the way it goes. But, yeah, it is what it is. But, uh Again, when you look at these people like Elon, it's your company. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. And if they don't like it, beat the bricks. Because I'm telling you, when you start going into the socialist idea that the employees now have a direct line into how the company is to be run, no, it's one Indian, the rest are chiefs. Or Excuse me, one chiefs, the rest are Indians. That's the way it works. Mm -hmm. That's the way it has to work. You cannot have multiple Indians running the show. You can't. You just can't. It does not work. So I'm sure I'm going to get all kinds of fucking heat about the black rifle comments but i really don't fucking care because i don't even i don't know they don't feed fuck or finance me so it is what it is i I don't hate them don't get me wrong but it's like there's some decisions over there that i was like i do not agree with that but whatever whatever next on the thing murderer confesses oh my god murderer confesses to having sex with 23 bodies in hospital morgues, including abusing dead children. Oh, God. Let me read that for you one more time. A murderer confesses to having sex with 23 bodies in hospital morgues that also turned out to have voted Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Uh, a convicted double murderer has confessed to sexually abusing the corpses of 23 women in hospital mortuaries with victims ranging from 9 to 100 years old. What the fuck? That's necrophilia. Yeah. What the shit? Hey, yep. David Fuller, uh, just look at this
1: guy. You're just like, ugh. Yeah, he, he looks like a corpse. Uh, corpse fucker. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why did I think of, like, um uh, fucking <laughs> Team Ramrod? What's up, chicken fucker? Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. What's the Super Troopers. Super, yeah, super Troopers, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. David Fuller, 68, a former hospital worker who was convicted last year of beating and strangling two women to death in 1987, pled guilty on Thursday at Croydon Crown Court in London to 12 counts of sexually penetrating a corpse and four counts of being in possession of extreme pornography. What's, what's, extreme, extreme, what's yeah. extreme pornography? I don't know. Because if it was child pornography, it would say child, but it says extreme pornography. Is that necrophilia pornography? I don't know. I'm scared to Google this because then I'm going back on the FBI's watch list. Mm. What the hell is extreme
1: pornography? Anybody in the chat? Anybody in the chat? know?
0: I'm not going to judge you if you do. I'm totally going to judge you if you do. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is extreme pornography? Huh. I don't know. That's Fuller filmed himself sexually abusing the... Co- okay, that's what it is. He filmed himself sexually abusing the corpses, which included a 9-year-old girl, two 16-year-olds, and a 100-year-old woman while he was working as an electrician at the Kent and Sussex Hospital and the Turnbridge Wells Hospital, the BBC reported. Kent police said they had found evidence of a 101 potential victims. However, the latest charges only apply to 23 victims, all of whom were deceased females. Bro... What the fuck? Ugh. Over 101 victims? But now, I do want to know how they how they identified this. How did they know?
1: You didn't assume they would have cameras in those places, right?
0: I don't know. Because I, I would have just assumed that you wouldn't have people wanting to have sex with corpses. Uh, I don't... Hmm. I mean, did, hold on. 101 corpses... If they had cameras, they would have nailed that a long... No pun intended. They would have found him a long... Oh, that was a horrible joke. I don't care. That's good. Uh, they would have seen that a long time ago. The fact that he got away with 101, yeah. there was no cameras. There couldn't have been cameras.
1: Uh, apparently not. It's, I mean, and I'm speculating here, folks. This is uh, Evaldi know, 2.0, Maybe they just so don't look at tits. it. Maybe nobody's watching it. Or Everybody's
0: out there like, John, speculating. I'm going by what I'm reading here, so chill the fuck out. Huh. Yeah. Um, but the latest charges only apply to 23 victims. Officers discovered a, ca- a cache of images and videos of Fuller sexually abusing the corpses when they raided his home in uh, Heathfield, East okay. Sussex. Okay, fair so enough. That's, that's, how how they they they, okay, that's how they. found him.
1: He was filming himself, and they. Yeah, but how would they how they catch him? Still, though. I, I get, was he, what kind of porn was he looking at that he got on some list? Is that what happened?
0: I don't think he was on a list. I think they found him when they raided his home, but what was the probable Yeah, cause? why did they raided his exactly. home? Exactly. That's what I want to know. Let's keep reading the article. Maybe it'll say. <laughs> Commenting on the case, Libby Clark of the Crown Prosecution Service said Fuller's actions were depraved, disgusting, and dehumanizing on a scale that has never been encountered before in legal history.
1: Is that true? It's got to be. It's you know, the I, news. I think it's a
0: good point. Uh, it's got to be. It's the news. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Um, somebody put out a poll on Twitter yesterday and said, "What would you? What would the MSM have to do to ever be considered to be honest news again?" I was like, "Delete itself." I was yeah. like, "There's no way. It's <laughs> a lost cause." Um, but yeah, in the history of mankind, I don't, I don't think I've ever read an article like this that was over 101 bodies he has, he has inappropriately had sex
1: with. I don't know. I think there's probably been more. Think so. Sure.
0: I feel like this is heading down a direction I don't want to go because I'm not doing any research on this. I'm not going to do it either, <laughs> uh, but I would assume who, that over dear the Google, years. Google who has had sex with the most
1: corpses. Well, look at, I mean, you have people like Jeffrey Dahmer who would kill people and yeah, but, eat them. So, I mean, there's sick people out there. Okay, but so okay, if, I, if there's I, a mortician, wait, no, wait a minute, you know, I hate to right. say this.
0: We got to categorize this, though. He was
1: a cannibal. I just, this is necrophilia. Yeah. Two different I just categories here. I don't put it out of the realm of politics. Did he didn't have
0: sex with corpses? Yeah. He did? I haven't seen the series. He had sex with them after they were dead? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I knew that he ate him. I knew that he he was... Wasn't he gay, too? Apparently. Yeah, apparently. I just want to take some pictures. (laughs) I've seen the first episode. The girlfriend and I were watching it together. Big mistake on Delta 8. Do not watch that on Delta 8, because I was like... like, Oh, my God. I can't watch that. It was the first episode where I think he was about to rape the black guy in the bar at his home. I was like I'm no not watching this camp. Can't, can't do it. I'm too high for this. I, I even got freaked out watching Beetlejuice. We Did were watching really? Beetlejuice on Delta. It's was like nope. It's like too much. Too much. I was like well actually no, to be fair, I took too much and I was having kind of a bad bad feeling. A I, was like, too high. I, I was way too You're high. Like, oh, like that. No. This has never happened to me before. I got cold. I got cold. And this is right after my surgery, by the way. Um I had I got the shakes really bad. And I like smothered myself in blankets and it went away. Um, but I don't know what the fuck happened. I was so
1: high. I was like, dude, <laughs> this is nuts. Whenever uh, you get that high, you just got to tell yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. As in about 30 I, minutes. Oh, no, no, no. I just, we out.
0: changed the movie to something nice, yeah. and I was fine. Because it, I think Beetlejuice, it was such like a... I mean, the, the claymation was freaky as fuck. Like Tim Henson, very talented motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, that was Tim Henson did that, right? Uh, I, I can't remember. Tim Henderson, not... not, not or wait, Jim Henson? Jim Henson, not Jim Henson. It's the other one. Um, The claymation guy from uh, Night Before... Uh, uh, fuck! night Before Christmas. Who's the Who's the guy who said we just did the interview with, about him? Uh, not the interview, the, the article about him where he said he's never going to work with Disney again. um
1: Tim Burton.
0: Ch- Tim Burton. Thank you. Wasn't wasn't Beetlejuice Tim Burton? I I don't know. I think I thought Beetlejuice was Tim Burton. Well, Chad, am I wrong? Yeah, it was Tim Burton. People are saying Tim Burton. Okay, okay. Anyway. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, when I changed that movie and I put on something better, like instantly I was fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you start focusing on happy thoughts. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you take our Delta 8 and you take too much, you're not going to die. It's impossible to die from it. Uh, just change some good music, put on a funny movie, and you're going to be fine. Yeah. It's just that when I was watching Beetlejuice, it was like, no, this is not, this, this ain't it, brah. This ain't it. So, um, My go-to is uh, The Hobbit or I love Lord the of Hobbit. the Rings. I love The Hobbit, dude. Love them. I love them. Great movies. I wouldn't say that's my go-to. I would have to say Scrubs or Keeping Up Appearances. Really? Yeah, Keeping Up Appearances is an old BBC. Um, not like, not uh, Big Black Cock. I'm talking about the British Broadcasting Channel. Sure you are. You yeah, sure <laughs> I am, I am. Yeah. I me big like Black like uh, Dodgeball. It's a good go-to. Okay.
1: I, I'm going to say it. I think it's, it's hilarious. I know
0: Dodgeball was a cult classic. It was a one and done for me. I was like, cool. I was like, this is not something I'm going to go back and repeatedly watch now.
1: I I thought it was so funny. That
0: was great. What is it? Duck, dodge, jump, whatever. Duck, dodge, Uh, dive, (laughs) duck. It was good. But it wasn't so good that I was just kind of be like, yeah. But no, I love keeping up appearances. Because if you're in the chat and you've seen keeping up appearances, Hyacinth and Richard, it, it was just such a great show. Because for those who have never watched it, it is British comedy. Yeah, The Office do, I see. The yeah. Office is good. I yeah. love The Office, but I like Keeping Up Appearances because that's part of what my ch- – because I was raised – I was very raised very religious, yeah, grew way. up borderline Pentecostal. We could only watch, like, G-rated movies, and Keeping Up Appearances was one of the shows we were allowed to watch – so I watched that and I loved it. I lo- I remember the I forget who recorded it for us, but it was on the VHS tapes, mm-hmm. and it was episode after episode. So I had like twenty <laughs> tapes of Keeping Up Appearances, and that's all I'd watch. Generations today would never know. Can you imagine? Generations today don't even know what a fucking um, payphone
1: is. Yeah, Buddy gets it. Grandma's Boy. Have you seen that? Grandma's Boy is a good one. Hilarious. Uh, role so models. is Beerfest. Role models. Beerfest is a good one, one too. Thunderbuddy coming in
0: hot uh shit winds are changing ricky (laughs) uh i'm sorry trailer park boys is good you know i never got into it it's good but it's just i you know i will say nothing but respect for making such a very successful low budget production Mm -hmm. they did a phenomenal job honestly they did but it's not one of those i'm gonna continuously go back and watch it's just not for me uh, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just I mean, everybody has their things. Yeah. But uh, keeping up, and I know, honestly, keeping up appearances is probably the most, in comparison to The Office and things like that. And keeping up appearances probably doesn't even rate. But I love it. Love it. I love it. Yeah, I like Clerks <clears throat> too. I think
1: that we're all on the same page. Isn't here. there another Clerks that just came out? Uh, I think I, I there's I'm another gonna... lurk, There's
0: another Clerks,
1: but it's about. Um, <clears throat> there's Clerks. Clerks too. Wedding Crashers, yep, that's another good one. But I think... You know, Dumb and Dumber? Um, I no, Dumb and Dumber was good. The OG. The, the OG. The, the very first one? Yeah. Was all right. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: blazing saddles. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube Chad Zephyrus is like, you mean there was a phone connected to the wall in your home? How did you get phone calls? <laughs> it's, bro, if we, if we take a look back at how we grew up, it's, it doesn't feel like it's that far away. I'm only 38. Oh. But even still, it's like payphone rotary phones i was still yeah. around for the end of the rotary phone which was annoying as fuck yeah um the long cord telephone like mom i'm gonna take it in my bedroom and yeah. you're like taking the phone all the way in there and when you got your own phone in your room which never happened to me but i had friends that did oh my god you were on like high heaven and then when you thought it couldn't get any better aol hit the scene <coughs> And with that, porn, Porn. where it took 30 <laughs> minutes to download one naked picture. That's it. Looking around. Looking so around. Gonna, Mom and dad home. Going one out to this one. It's going right to take 30 minutes to download it, but I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> Number one way you can tell that your significant other is having cyber sex. She has keyboard marks on her butt. <laughs> <laughs> you keep finding panties in the CD-ROM. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what else? What else from like the 80s and the 90s? Bugle boy t-shirts, Jinko jeans. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Um my god, uh oh, dude, Nickelodeon was mainstream. Everybody loved Nick at Nights, Nick Jr. Amazing Television was the greatest. I felt I felt mm-hmm. like the 90s TV era was probably some of the most cringe yet some of the most wholesome. Now what we have, like Disney has just gone straight up gay. It's yeah. just straight up fucking gay. Yeah, it really is. Everything's gay. The, l- the little boys on there, they look like little girls. They act like little girls. Like, dude, grow the fuck up. But, uh, <laughs> dude, Ren and Stimpy, yes. Real Monsters, Doug, Salute Your Shorts. Bro, those were great classic TV shows. Yeah. They were good. Patty mayonnaise. Well, get this. Joe Biden complains about oil companies should be drilling more after vowing to end fossil fuels. This douchebag needs to make up his mind. You don't get to sit there and cut 10,000 jobs in the oil-filled drilling industry and then turn around and say, where are you drilling more? Because you fired him, Joe. You shut him down, and now (laughs) investors don't want anything to do with you and your administration. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, yeah, and by the way, MTV actually played music videos. That's back in the day. Yeah, MTV was actual music. In fact, um... Little known trivia. What was the first... Don't Google this, chat. Do not Google this. Little trivia for you. What was the first music video played on MTV?
1: Oh, what was the very first music video see. song
0: played on MTV? Do not Google it, chat. You can guess, but don't I'm Google it. Be think, honest. I feel like I,
1: I've heard this before.
0: It was probably from me. I don't know why I know this trivia. Uh,
1: First music video...
0: I'm going to google it to make sure I'm right.
1: I'm trying to think. Was it Michael Jackson?
0: Nope. Well, fuck you. Yep, I got it right. I remember. It. Yep.
1: Tom Petty? Nope. Police? Video
0: killed the radio star. Oh. How fitting. Video killed the radio star and here MTV is now killing radio.
1: Okay, oh knock it the fuck out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to take that thing away from you. <laughs>
0: fuck. Video Killed the Radio Star was the first music... <laughs> fuck you, dude. You're on there laughing like a little kid. <laughs> video Killed the Radio Star was the first music video ever aired on a MTV. Uh-huh. And now you'll be lucky if you can see anything airing on MTV. Like, Does anybody even watch MTV anymore? I, I don't know. Is it, I haven't. I haven't watched it in decades. Bro, I am old enough to remember... When there were limited channels on TV. Yeah, there's like four. Uh Uh-huh. I remember that Jeff Foxworthy joke, and if the president was on that night, your night was shot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The president's on every channel. (laughs) I remember that. It's true. Yeah. It is so fucking true. But, yeah, we didn't even have a TV. We had bunny ears. Did you? Because they didn't want us to have TV yeah. because it was bad. It lets bad spirits into the house. We couldn't watch TV. But we'd always bust out the bunny ears for the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, uh, when something big was coming on. That The parents would bust out the uh, the bunny yeah. ears. I was the
1: remote control. Oh, you? Okay, yeah. sit there yeah. at the TV and turn it. Yeah. Man, old days. Old days. Old days. Get called out of bed.
0: House Majority Whip says U.S. is on track to repeat Nazi Germany. Downplays inflation ahead of midterms. Oh, my God. Everything with these liberals. Everything with these liberals. Like, you cannot leave it alone. You cannot leave it alone. We're on track to become Nazi Germany. You know what? If it means deporting morons like you, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Move over, (laughs) Jews. We're getting rid of the liberals. Let's do this. Good Lord. Like, everything with them is... It's fucking nuclear. Everything is nuclear. If you don't vote for Democrats, we're going to lose our right to marry homosexuals. No, you're not. No, the fuck you're not. We won't be able to kill babies. Oh, my God. We're on time. I just want to punch a baby in the face. No shit. Like, you're sitting there, like, trying to paint the right as these horrible, miserable people. But under Trump, it wasn't bad at all. Under Biden, we are literally sinking we're not doing good and you have the audacity to sit there in your ignorance and make these accusations that we're on track to become nazi germany again do you not see the democrat playbook by now non-stop pointing at the right saying racist nazis blah, blah blah and then what do you turn around and do oh by the way right before the show started yeezy made a little tweet screenshotted it tim pool retweeted it uh before it got deleted yeah, let me this is uh This is real.
1: I love a good Yeezy tweet.
0: Yeezy tweeted out November 3rd at 810. He said, I'm starting to think anti-Semitic means, and he actually says the N-word. Necrophilia? Yeah, that one. We'll go with that one. (laughs) And then he gets gets it banned. Uh, No shit. No shit. You can't even use the word in context. Now, realistically, is the word by itself offensive? No, it's a word. It's a word that stands alone by itself. When you use it in negative context... Yeah, it's bad. But now liberals are like, you can't even say it. You can't even say the word. Why? Uh, Is it that scary to you that a word has that
1: much power over you? You can use it on Rumble actually you can yeah I, I listened to another podcaster and he was go rolling through some talking about uh-huh. not using it in a derogatory manner right, right. yeah he was, he that's what i'm re- talking about he yeah. was referencing yeah. it and here's the, you know I, I made a point the other night i had
0: some friends over for a get together and one of them's a liberal mm-hmm. and i was like look i want to be honest with you so what we can say the word on rebel you're sure about this 100 i don't want to get in trouble anyway the point that i was trying to make though was that why is it <laughs> it's it's a good point though. Why is it when we say the word cracker, like right now I'm proving my own point. Mm -hmm. Why is it when we say cracker, it's not a big deal. But if you say nigger, it's a big point. Why? Yeah. Why is one worse than the other when they're both rooted in racism? Mm -hmm. We've been conditioned to think one is worse than the other, but racism is racism is racism. That's the truth. But Yeezy even tweeting that out on Twitter, it's like, bro, you should have known better. Because realistically, when you can have these conversations and use these words out of negative context and simply just use the words, mm-hmm. there's nothing offensive about that. It's almost like a scientific take or a philosophical take on looking at racism down through the ages and word use. Word play in those those movements, those mm-hmm. patterns, whatever you want to call them. But when Yeezy does it on Twitter, it's like, bro, I get I get the point that he's making. Is this racist and what he tweeted? No, it's not. He's saying one is likened to the other. I get it. He's using them in those those capacities. But he's talking about it from an observational standpoint, not racism. So that's where our country has really got it twisted. I even made the point the other day, and I'll die on this fucking hill. When you look at someone, say, for example, and I'm saying this in the context of common fucking sense, not liberal rules. There's two different things I want to talk about. Um, Oh, shit, I forgot. We're streaming on YouTube. They'll probably ban me over there. It was a matter of time. (laughs) Uh, Come on over. Come on over to fucking Rumbled YouTube. You might as well as come on. You might as well as come on. They're going to ban me after this one. I really don't fucking care. Um, but the point that I was trying to make, though, is that when uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who I despise by and large, the day he dies, I'm going to have a kegger. Uh, mm-hmm. When he did the black Carl Malone, when he did blackface for that, I didn't view that as racist. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny as fuck. And the reason for it is if you look at the history of blackface, you go back and you actually look at the history of blackface. Yes, it was rooted in racism, but Mm -hmm. also the same token, black people could not be in Hollywood. They would not let them on the big screen or... They would do it and um, embellish certain facial features of black people, mm-hmm. which was racist. It's like, yeah, it's fucked up, and they make fun of them. They had the big, big red smile for the large lips, mm-hmm. big nose, really big wide eye, whatever you want to call it. That was racist. That was actual blackface. Mm-hmm. But we fast forward to the 21st century, and people are going full black as a means of like what Dave Chappelle did for the white KKK leader, yeah. or the, the black KKK leader, or he did whiteface. It was to look like the other race, right. not necessarily to make fun of them, but simply when you copycat or when you um, replicate something, you want to look as closely to it as possible. That's what they're doing. It's like, mm. So how is this racist? Yeah. Well, all it came down to was the fact that black people were like, I'm a- actually, I don't think it was black. I think it was white liberals. So they're like, I'm offended. That's racist. Like, yeah. that's that's not racist. That's comedy. That's impersonation. It's like, if you know the history of blackface, that ain't blackface. What Justin Trudeau did, that was blackface.
1: That was fucking blackface. I don't even fault Trudeau for dressing them. up. He was that was dre- blackface. He went. He went full on. He did in character. Mm-hmm. Painted his body, mm-hmm. wore the outfits and everything. Yeah, I mean, he was I don't making care what fun what does. of versus
0: like trying to impersonate for the sake of also being right. effective and funny. Trudeau and them is like, no, you were literally doing it to make fun of black people. You think Trudeau large. was?
1: Oh, fuck yeah. You think, I don't think Trudeau was trying to make fun of black people. I think he was just dressing up. He wanted to look the part as best pot, as well, didn't possible. Didn't he dress
0: up as like, uh yeah. because it wasn't black,
1: but wasn't it like Middle Eastern? Yeah, he, he was wearing the, a turban. turban and stuff. And that yeah, kind of stuff. But he and then painted he did, his face black, which was like, He did bro. the same thing when he dressed up as a Rastafarian. True. Went full black body. Oh, you got I a mean, point there. That's true. I, mean, I don't think he was trying to make fun of it. I think he was just really into dressing up. And playing the part. I don't know. I think if he was trying to make fun of it, he would have done those exaggerated features and stuff like that to make that's it a look a little bit. I'm not a Justin Trudeau fan at no, all. me either. I think he's a hypocrite.
0: Anytime we mention him, we also have to include Cuck of the North. Cuck, so. of, the North, Cuck yeah. of the North.
1: That's a hundred percent true, <laughs> <laughs> Cuck but Cuck of the North. Yeah, it's oh just, my God. but I think what happens too is you have some of these uh um, people on the left that'll just be like, "Oh, well, that's cultural appropriation. You can't dress up like that." When they that's di- bullshit. But it's such a small portion of people. Yeah. But those people also probably work for Twitter, and oh they yeah, would 100%. push that stuff to yeah. the top of the list. I agree. Well, well, that doesn't piss me off. People about- care that the Little Mermaid is going to be black. Nobody who, gives who, a who fuck. Said exactly. They care.
0: That, that's what they do, though. They fabricate these racial issues yeah. to create more diversity and animosity. It's like, see, racism does exist. Like, no, dude, there is no outcry yeah. for there being a black Little Mermaid. But what I do want to counter you with is, why are you appropriating white culture? Yeah, I was like, that was originally a white character. Why are you trying to change it to make it black? Why can't you create your own characters? And it's not me trying to, like, say that black – I'm just saying it's like when you accuse literally everybody else mm-hmm. of appropriating your culture, which I don't know what your culture really consists of because you're not from Africa. No. You're from America. Right. So that's American culture. Now, when you try and own something like that, it's like why are you doing it towards white people now? Because if white people try doing it to you, what if there was a role that was once – a very, very famous role that was once black taken over by a white actor? You'd shit yourself because liberals, by and large, are pushing for actual race people playing those races they want to portray themselves as. It's like, Really? Okay, that's a dumb thing. That's why they're called actors. They act, act. and it's okay. Yeah. But that's where we're at. But again, you've got this majority whip says we're on track to be like Nazi Germany, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, do you have this the soundbite of the host, Sonny Hostin, on The View? Can you pull this up for me real quick? And while he looks that up, I want to showcase some more hypocrisy on why black privilege does exist in America, especially towards white people. Um, What did Sonny Hostin say? Roach's remarks sparks racism accusations against the view host. Uh, American television host Sonny Hostin was slammed online for comparing white women voting for Republicans to Roach's voting for raid. Now, you know. Now, you know. If there was a white person that said that about black people, they would be canceled. They would be fired. They would have violence shown towards them. This is bullshit. Mm -hmm. This is why The View is nothing but racist, middle-aged, fucking out-of-date, tone-deaf women cackling like little fucking hens. This show should be canceled. They're fucking horrible human beings. Do you have that soundbite? Yeah. Listen to what she says. And now here's the thing. Put it in the context as if, if this was a white woman saying this about black people. Go ahead and roll it. Um, I read a, a poll just yesterday that white Republican suburban women are now going to vote Republican. Why? It's almost like roaches voting for raid, right? It's think that's insulting. They're voting against their own self-interest. So they want to live in Gilead. Okay. Do
1: they so do we love it in I the I hands? Do it. we love Dale? democracy? Bro, you know that's, that statement in the wake of Kyrie Irving getting suspended out of the NBA for some anti-Semitic comments that uh, I I don't even know what they are. And then the same with uh, Kanye West with some anti-Semitic. So you say just a tiny little fraction Mm -hmm. about something about the Jewish community that they Mm -hmm. don't like, or Mm -hmm. they own most of the financial institutions or Mm -hmm. Hollywood or any of that stuff. They shut you down immediately. They take away everything you got. Now this crazy lady, it's talking about white people, white, how they're Republican co- women. Yeah. white Republican women, how they're cockroaches. And they're just sitting there and half of the panel are 80 percent, 90 percent of the panel. Is just like, she's
0: right. She's right. What I love that about that, though, is like, oh, keep it up. Please keep it up. Like white Republican women. Do you hear what this black <laughs> liberal saying about you? Do you not hear that? Like, we need to stop kowtowing to black liberals. Stop being afraid of them. Stop being afraid of the, the racism accusations because they had it for a while. It's like, oh, we don't we don't want to be accused of racism. Right. But then liberals, black liberals especially, did what they're known for doing is literally finger point and use a race card for everything. And as they did this, the accusations of racism began to lose their uh, longevity or not longevity their um their meanings. Yeah. People got stopped being scared because yeah. remember the first time I got accused of being racist on social media I was like, oh shit, like, that's not true. And then here we are, like year six, like yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. No, nobody no, gives a fuck. You're the racist. Y- you're the racist. And then it gets into yeah. that, you're a racist. Well, no, no, because it was, racist. You, you could never actually acknowledge facts based on violent crime by mm-hmm. black people. And if you did, you were racist. Like, yeah. no, these are facts. You're living in denial. But what they would try and do is instantly counter you with, like, well, you're, you're focusing on this because you're a racist. Like, no, you brought the spotlight on this. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you facts. You're the causation. You're the issue. It's not me. And me pointing that out does not make me racist, but you are creating racism by your attitude and how you're treating other people. Yeah. So you really can't be surprised when you as a black liberal going around verbal slapping white people left and right and accusing them of things they've never done, and then turn around and pearl when suddenly you've got white people say yeah fuck black people you created it when it wasn't an exit because i made a tweet the other day yesterday and i remembered i was like i was high as fuck and something hit my mind i was like i grew up watching the 90s dallas cowboys mm-hmm. that was my team my right. father and i loved watching dallas and who was that who was dallas troy aikman emmett smith michael irvin Deion sanders johnson the moose mhm Greatest fucking dynasty of the Cowboys. And you know who my favorite player was? Emmett Smith. Emmett fucking Smith, a meat tank. Really? And he was black. And I remember I growing up, L- I was like, I want to be like Emmett.
1: I was a uh, Michael Irving fan.
0: Yeah, when he wasn't on Coke. <laughs> Coke and Hooker's good. <laughs> <laughs> One of the No, Aikman and Irvin yeah. were the fucking, oh, my God, they were the team. Like, oh, that yeah. was it. You could not stop Aikman. Emmett could run it into the end zone. You give him the ball, that motherfucker is making strides. Yeah. Irvin, he will catch anything to include COVID. He don't give a fuck. That guy will catch anything <laughs> you throw at him. But I remember watching this thing. I want to be like them. But there was never a seed planted in my mind. Yeah. Like, well, they're black and you're white. I never thought that way. Yeah. But here we are in 2022, and this is back in the fucking mid late 80s, early 90s. Right. Here we are in 2022. And I've never thought more about it than before because of what the MSM mm-hmm. constantly spews into our face. Yeah. Everything now, the more we talk about it, the more that we create it. Uh freaking Morgan, um, what's his face? Uh Morgan Freeman was right. Yeah. Stop talking about it. Right. It's over, it's done. But black liberals, which were fueled by white liberals, have reignited this race war in America, and Obama certainly didn't help, mm-hmm. and now here we are again. It's like, Jesus Christ. And now you got black people wanting, like, voluntarily segregation. You're like, are you kidding me? It's like, we want all black graduations. like, well, the fact that you're graduating is a good sign, but why are you going <laughs> to segregate? That's the dumbest shit I've ever fucking seen. If white people do it, imagine if there was only a white person college. Oh, my God. But I get why that doesn't exist because white people never went through the oppression that black people did. But them days is over. Yeah. Those days are over. Now, I can have the discussions of uh, economic inequality due to the lack of inheritance wealth. I will have that conversation. I'm open-minded on that one. But there are other times where you have to look at, say, for example, equal opportunity. That's racist. It is fucking racist. We now have an even playing field. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry. When you want to have EO, look at the military. Almost every single equal opportunity representative is black. And as a white dude, when you try and go to them with problems, pfft, good luck. Good fucking luck. Hmm. You want to talk about, like, uh, racial-based nepotism? <laughs> good luck. Oh, and that ain't fucking, that ain't John Burke being racist. That's saying there are black races in the military, and there's a lot of them. There's a fucking lot of them. Yeah. That does not mean that is not me saying there's no such thing as white racism in the military. Oh, it exists. Sure. But by and large, especially in the condition today, if you're a white person in the military and you got to complain against a black person for racism, bro, yeah, you might as well get out. You might as well get out. It's, it's fucking insane. But the fact that this sunny woman can sit there and say such a racist bullshit
1: thing, white Republican women, Bitch. And this Who is the, the fuck are you talking to? It's not the first time either. It's, oh, no. It's no, a no. pattern yeah. that they continuously, oh, yeah. you know, bring up the white race oh, yeah. about this. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Stop it's categorizing nuts. all these people together. Oh, it's uh, nuts. Yeah. yeah it's-
0: but again, if a white host said, well, here's the thing, though. They have Joy Behar has literally said, wait till they, wait till they, wait till they give black people guns. It's like, uh, uh, Joy, they've already okay. got them. What are you talking about? They say, <laughs> so, and here's the thing. Who's she, gonna clean your toilets, Mr. Trump? I know. Who's gonna clean these toilets? Uh, but here's a fucked up part. She's kind of right.
1: She's kind of right. Is that? And
0: that's the, that's the conundrum.
1: That's the catch twenty two that we're in. That's the circle you're running of, in. Uh, you should know better than to but say who's if, gonna clean your toilets. But think Mr. if Trump. we go
0: down this rabbit hole of racism, <laughs> you've got a British citizen that's like dual <laughs> citizen in America. Say, like, well, who's gonna clean your toilets? So then you acknowledge that Mexicans do a lot of
1: manual labor and it's not a bad I mean, thing, but it's like the, the, the Hispanic lady next to <laughs> was is like,
0: so you don't no want me to clean the, <laughs> the toilet and me <laughs> no, no. I have a Mexican lady that cleans my house and she gets paid very well. But still, it's acknowledging certain stereotypes to be true. But liberals don't do that. But they do do that when it comes time to, like, the fucking Osborne bitch. It's like, oh, my God. (laughs) It's like she's wrong in liberal terms, but she's right in common sense fucking terms. Mm So that's like, again, that's the position that they have themselves in now. It's like, I don't know. Like, up is down. Left is right. Everything's so confused now. They don't know what they're really fighting for anymore. So, again, you've got Joy Behar coming out there making these just incredibly stupid fucking comments, and you're just like, how the fuck has this bitch not been fired? Uh, yeah. How has she not been fired? Uh, it's, I'm just at a loss. But what, then you've got this black liberal comes on and says this, and you're just like, what the fuck? Okay. I'm, I'm just at a loss. Hmm. And the left says nothing. They say Nothing. Don't you fucking... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't you fucking do it. Don't you do it. I already banned that porn troll on YouTube. I already checked out the link. It's not real. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I totally kidding. Oh, my God. But, yeah, this host says this, and what? Nothing. 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 She's not fired. She's not going to apologize. So, white people, are you starting to see? Are you finally starting to wake up and see that black people are now attacking us left and right, and nothing happens to them? So what does that mean? Fight for yourselves. Go back at them and call them on their black racism. There's nothing wrong with okay, that.
1: I don't, it's not all black. It's these people.
0: These people. These these liberals. Yeah. These liberal racists. Regardless 100%. of the oh, yeah. color yeah, of their skin. Yeah. Like, Whites do it, it. Blacks do it. But they all tend these to be liberal. liberal yeah. people
1: are the ones pushing these narratives. And it's just not yeah. true. No, it's not. No, These people who are voting for Republicans mm-hmm. or whoever they're voting for, are they're voting in the best interest, interest of their family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just want,
0: I just want them to leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Oh, Tommy Vex is coming back on the show. Well, he's in Europe right now doing a tour, but nice. he's back. He wants to come back on the show. So, like, yeah, Tom, you can actually say the N word now. Did he, get, he got
1: booted off of Instagram, right? He's back. Is he back on yeah, there? Yeah, he's back. Okay. I
0: think he's got like 160,000 followers again. Like he fucking grows quick. I got to figure out his, how he does that. Um, I'm at like 17,000 now. I got to figure out how to get my shit growing again on Instagram. Um... Ultimately, though, I want to push the Twitter. I think Twitter is where it's going to be at now because the censorship on Instagram, Facebook's just out of control. It is fucking insane. Uh, I saw a tweet from a friend of mine that said uh, he's had two YouTube videos from 11 year no, five years ago, get flagged, and he's gotten um, strikes against the count for it. I was like, from five, six years ago? Are you fucking kidding me? Hmm. I was like, this just goes to show you. This just goes to show you how ineffective progressive (laughs) ideologies are. Because five years ago, we might have had a different opinion on something, but they're still going to flag you
1: for it. Yeah, that's uh, that's what that's why you have seventy six hundred employees. Hundred percent. Yeah. Checking everybody's video. Mm, Hundred percent.
0: But Sonny says this, nothing happens. All right, last article of the day: Doctors TikTok addiction had family staging an intervention for him and got called out. <laughs> California doctor reveals his social media struggles and what his family did to help him. Uh, Dr. Brian Boxer Walcher wasn't addicted to alcohol, drugs, or gambling, but Boxer Walcher an opnophologist, op- off the uh, in Beverly Hills, California, was addicted to TikTok, he said, and his family became concerned for his well-being. I don't even know, I didn't even know I was becoming <laughs> addicted, he told Fox News Digital in a phone interview. It's almost like wildfire that starts with a match and you don't even know it's consuming you at the time. And here's the thing, he's right. Next thing I knew, I was spending two hours on the toilet. I'm telling you this right now, folks. People like this, it, I, I can tell you because I've been through this. Like I, I can almost be I'm almost like one of those people at those group session meetings, like, I've been there, I know what you're feeling. These are the symptoms. This is how you do. bro. The internet clout chasing is real because you get a taste of it and you're just like, Oh shit, like there's a lot of people watching me now. Then you start to feel like you've got to entertain them, you've got to give them what they want, and you start to sacrifice your individuality and your beliefs. For the sake of appeasing the masses. So I get where this dude's coming from, but doesn't justify it. But here we go. Let's read it more. Boxer reveals that his personal experience and more in his new book influenced the impact of social media on our perception, published November 1st, 2022. In the pages of his book, he also shares the potential warning signs of addiction for anyone and how people can cope. Found a niche on TikTok. Uh, boxer, then 14-year-old twin daughters, initially introduced him to TikTok at the start of the pandemic, he said. His daughters told him there were some really good doctors on the app and that the daughters could help him create an account and upload some videos. He did so and said his content quickly went viral on TikTok, amassing more than 3.4 million followers. He said, I found the niche in terms of looking at health videos and that had been going viral and seeing that a lot of the times that information that was out there was wasn't even correct, he said. Oh, I'm betting he didn't say anything about COVID, though. I'm willing to bet he didn't say shit about COVID. They would have canceled. He never would have hit 3.1 million followers. Pussy. (laughs) (laughs) And now you can do it. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. He started correcting the information in those viral videos and TikToks of his own. Which became just as popular as the misinformation that he was criticizing, he added. While Boxer was not new to social media, he had a Facebook and YouTube account. Neither of those platforms provided or proved that had the same addictive power over him as TikTok did, he said. Uh, for this, he blames the scroll up feature that provides a continuous stream of content for TikTok's users. And look, we've talked about this before. There's something to this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in generations to come, they're going to look back at our generation and see this is a massive social experiment. I shouldn't say experiment, but a massive, um, just a, a move into a different age of technology that has influenced us at such a great magnitude that the repercussions of which are going to be seen in future generations. Mm-hmm. And I mean a sense of like the psychological disorders of vanity. I wouldn't even say disorders. I would just say these uh, deadly sins, if you will. Uh, you're going to say seven deadly sins? No, I'm oh. just
1: thinking about the, the vanity part of yeah. it, but you have companies like calvin klein who are putting out you know plus size models mm-hmm. on their billboards and stuff so
0: i don't know uh well let's focus more so on the individual user versus what's being
1: projected by the companies i mean so much in the sense of wanting likes I'll wanting you shares what, com- what comes up on your on your tiktok feed a lot you don't even want to know it's it's mostly girls in bikinis necrophilia <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> fuck you dude
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, it's mainly political. I follow a lot of political accounts.
1: Uh, it's, I see it's a lot of fit, Josh. Before fitness, you finish the sta- before you
0: finish the statement, realize this: the algorithm is based upon right. what it is that you watch and like a lot of the time. It's, I'm telling you, okay. I don't spend- if, you ta- if you say gay porn, you're outing yourself. <laughs> No.
1: <laughs> it's just uh, it, it's mainly like uh it, and on instagram as well like mm-hmm. you see in the feed like yeah. I, I mean i'm not actively going out and looking mm-hmm. for you know I like watching ufc stuff mm-hmm. golf stuff political stuff uh but i see a lot of just uh women in bikinis yeah. stretching doing yoga I'm like, okay. We saw the like, yesterday on just Twitch, like, yeah. yeah just like thumbing through it like mm-hmm. flicking through it and
0: I don't know. It's not completely 100% the algorithm because when you have the search page, there's a lot of shit yeah. in there that I don't even follow or things like that. Like, Why the fuck is this on my four you pair, the follow page? Because I like TikTok's TikTok's the conspiracy theories, theories too. Like, I yeah. see that on
1: uh, TikTok quite a bit. Like Joe Rogan comes up a lot talking about pyramids and that kind of I've shit. I've been seeing a lot like of I, Andrew Tate. A lot yeah, of Andrew Tate. Tate. Yeah that as well
0: i fucking love tate i don't give a fuck who's i I love andrew tate i love uh, the fact that he pisses off liberal women so much and yeah just like the dudes he's right I'm on a few he's he's right on a lot of things and he's wrong on a lot of things but the fact is this dude's out there Like, well, call you bugatti but he's just fucking he's <laughs> calling out these liberal women and i love it when he has these roundtable interviews with these liberal women that are just nothing but fucking e-thoughts and he's just, just fucking slamming them and i'm like damn that's what i'm talking about <laughs> Go eat a cupcake with your butt. Anyway, (laughs) um, he says, it's like playing the slot machine, said Boxer Waller. Each time you scroll up the video, you just don't know what you're going to get. This uncertainty is why slot machines are so addictive. He said, nothing that Facebook and YouTube, or excuse me, now that Facebook and YouTube have created reels and shorts respectively to mimic TikTok's format on their own platforms. They've done this towards Snapchat. Instagram and Facebook will mirror other apps that are successful in certain capacity. You remember Instagram used to not have stories? Yeah, There was a time Instagram didn't have stories. Mm-hmm. Snapchat blew the fuck up, and what did Instagram do? We're going after Snapchat. Yeah. And they were smart in how they did it. They were smart in how they fucking did it. But, he says, I thought these are the people who incur- who encouraged me to get this to begin with, said the boxer, referring to his family. Oh, and I had all this success, and now they're trying to take me down. After his family intervention, he said he doubled down on his dedication to TikTok, trying to get more followers, likes, and interaction. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not going to call him out. Had a personal friend uh, had a video go viral not so long ago, and he hits me up. He's like, what should I be doing right now? I'm, I'm telling, I told him right off the bat. I was like, if you listen to anybody, listen to me on this right now. Those views, likes, comments, and stuff don't mean fucking shit unless you can tr- convert that into money. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything. It feels good because I mean, do I me wrong? When I had my first viral video, you're like, oh shit, like this is cool. People really give a fuck about what I have to hear. And after a few years, like, okay, you've got this following. You've got all these videos going viral. That's great. But you're still broke as fuck. So what does it even matter? Cool. Like, because for me, my thing was I want to turn this into a business eventually. I want to, like, use this because it's like I don't have to have a direct-to-market scheme anymore. Mm-hmm. I've got it. I've got the following. I've got the audience. So when I told him this, he was just like, yeah, I see your point. It's like, do you really see my point? I was like, you say that. But I'm telling you, that dopamine you hit, you're going to get when you see that view, just grow, 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 and go up, mm-hmm. up, 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 up. It's like, oh, it's addictive as fuck because then you want to do it again. You want to do it again. It's addictive as hell. But I'm telling you, the way to counter that and offset that is, what did that make you in money? If it didn't make you any money, it was worthless. Fucking wasted. Unless you're putting out content that's informative and educational. This wasn't. It was just something different. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I could gradually say, hey, that's awesome. That's not a bad thing. Just don't let this morph you into becoming something that you're not. Don't follow that rabbit hole of trying to please those viewers. Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you this right now. Once they hit that like and they scroll on... You don't even exist to them. There's a million motherfuckers out there. They don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. So don't give a fuck about them. Go out there and put the content out that you want to put out. It's like, but this dude, he's not wrong. And if we look at this experiment in generations from now, again, if you think about it, if you really take a second, folks, and just if you take anything away from this podcast, think about this for this episode. On Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, before we had this, how many emotions did you really experience throughout the day? With TikTok, as you scroll, we've said this before, you're experiencing, like, just emotion after emotion after emotion, and I don't think psychologically we as human beings can handle that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That is, I mean, for one minute, you can go look at a Joe Rogan, and he's interviewing somebody, a fucking uh Jordan Peterson or some shit like that. And you're like, oh, this is this is, has some depth. Cool. And then you scroll on and you see a monkey throwing shit at a fucking wall or something. Like, oh, it's funny. And then you see somebody that died of cancer, Like, oh, that's sad. And you're experiencing these emotions in a matter of like 30 seconds, a minute. You're on a fucking roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. Now, when that becomes even more personal towards your own videos, your own shit, dude, yeah, I get it. You do live for those dopamine hits when that video goes viral, when you get in the shitload of likes, shitload of comments. Like yeah, it's addictive as fuck. I'm I'm I've been there. I've dealt with this. Like I get it. The only reason I ask people to share my shit now is to grow the audience and hopefully grow shell shock. That's the ultimate. And I, we've never made this fucking. We've always been transparent about this. Hundred yeah. percent. That's why we continue doing mm-hmm. the podcast. Number one, we love it. Mm-hmm. It's something we truly enjoy. We're trying to grow shell shock at the same time. Yeah. I don't want to have to go out there and fucking pay these influencers. I don't want to do it. I rather we do it ourselves. We stay true to our roots. Our company grows. We pay our employees better. We go on these great fucking vacations. We live the American fucking dream at the same time, staying true to our core values, which is not being a goddamn liberal. So, <laughs> <laughs> It's the truth. Um, you know, sex addiction, drug addiction, gambling addiction. Fox News. Uh, oh wait, he said dopamine is the same neurochemical in our brain that's behind addictions. So he continued, you know, like sex addiction, drug addiction, gambling addiction. Fox News Digital reached out to TikTok on the topic of social media addiction, both in the recent past and again for the story. Um, but the content, the constant dopamine high, came to a halt. Doctor. Walcher said when one of his videos was given a community guideline violation that meant his account would be suppressed for a period of two weeks. I-, I love that. I love that. How big tech social media is like, you said something we don't like, so we're suppressing your account. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Um, while he could still make videos, those new videos did not have the same reach as his past content. They were not going viral, he said. Oh, yeah. Saw that on Facebook. I was hitting viral video after viral video after viral video. And then the content regulators became way more draconian and my reach plummeted. They had fucking, they took my page. The page was worthless. I had like over 600,000 followers. Mm-hmm. It was worthless. Yeah. I could post something, maybe 20 comments. Maybe I was like, yeah, this page is dead. When they unpublished it, it was like, yeah, it sucks, but it was already dead. Nothing I can do about this. Relic. Relic. It's, it was great to have. But, dude, and here's the thing. You go watch a lot of those other influencers that I kind of grew up with on the social media, they haven't grown much. Yeah. Facebook kind of plateaued out.
1: They plateaued out hard. I feel like I said that about four or five years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. about Facebook, that eventually it's just going to fizzle out. I like, hope so. It was just trending that way back then. Yeah. But they just, this more censorship and yeah. the more shit that they were doing.
0: I got a feeling that something <clears> big's <throat> coming. I got a feeling that something big's going to come that's going to just put social media on its ass. Yeah, Something's going to change. And I don't know if it's going to be for the good or for the better, or for the better or worse, excuse me. But I, I just feel like there's something in the air that shit's changing. And I think more and more people are starting to wake up to the idea that this shit is bad for us. It's mm. not good. Like, I'm sorry. If you've got teenagers, they should not be on social media. No, they not should at all. not be on social media. I know. You want to talk about eating disorders, body dysmorphia, all types of issues they're going to get from that. They're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. These young girls especially, oh, they're not ready for it. Not at all. When you start going on there and you see these photoshopped pictures of these models that are as big as a fucking twig and they sit there and you wonder why they develop these eating disorders at a very young age. They're influenced by it, folks. Whether you like to acknowledge or not, they are influenced by it. Fuck, I'll catch myself getting influenced by stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not what you really think. Or wait a minute, you don't give a fuck about stuff. Why do you care all of a sudden? It's like, oh, fuck, that was some good influence. It's true. (laughs) They're called influencers for a reason. It's true. They're there to influence. I mean, fuck. I'll make no butts of it. Same here. I want to influence people into thinking for them fucking selves and not voting liberal.
1: Most importantly
0: <laughs> Most importantly He says I remember going to the bedroom Closing the door And just crying He said And that's another sign of addiction No matter what type of addiction it is You can't get what you were getting So you go through withdrawal His mental health was deteriorating Boxer Walcher said He realized nothing Or noting That he had a lot of anxiety And was really upset During the time his account was suppressed Reflecting further On the intervention stage By his wife and children He realized they were right Alright I'm going to give you some insight Into John Burke Yes This, do, this does happen I felt it myself for a little while. when they took everything from me, I did go through a little bit of a withdrawal. It was like you're you have no voice now. you're done. They don't give a fuck what you have to say. Nobody gives a shit. And it was good for me mm-hmm. because it put me back on the ground and un- into understanding that social media ain't real. It is not fucking real because it did get to my head for a little while. I thought I was a hot shot. and then you start to realize that you ain't what you think you are, bro. there's smarter people out there than you, and you'll get ready to cross the cold. so you might want to this is a while back you might want to humble yourself down and that's why when facebook pulled the plug then youtube did as well i think the disappointment came from a business perspective it was just like fuck i was like now we gotta how we're gonna use this to get shell shock out there because like i said and this is why i hate companies like facebook and instagram they slaughter these small businesses Mm -hmm. that that grow on social media and so from this it was just kind of like fuck because we were gonna start putting shell shock ads in our youtube videos and stuff like that i was like well I guess we can't. Now we got to figure out other methods to get the word about shell shock out there. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck. Fuck YouTube. Because everybody's like, create another account. I was like, no, I'm done. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go. And I should have taken your advice a long time ago. We should have just pushed the rumble nonstop. But I think more and more now that that YouTube is censoring more heavily, eventually people are going to start saying we're going to rumble because I think if rumble maintains this track they're on by even being being able to say the N word on here, just in the context that we did, that's what's needed. We need to be able to have these discussions. We can use certain words Mm -hmm. that normally under the platforms would get you shut down. Now, again, I'm not sitting there saying or advocating that you should be able to say it in the racist content. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that we should be able to have some common fucking sense conversations.
1: Yeah. Not that I would agree with it, but I think you should have that ability. You should, yeah, you should have I that agree. ability to do yeah, that. I, I mean, agree. if that's not it goes against their TOS standard, I mean, I'm not. Well, saying, I'm not uh, I don't agree with it, but I yeah. would rather know who somebody is rather than having them yeah. in the dark. That's a good point. That is a good point. You know, hiding it from everybody. Yeah, so,
0: let them expose themselves right. so I can just block them. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you have people like Sonny Hostin, who has yeah. no problem calling out suburban white women and calling them cockroaches for mm-hmm. their, the way they vote. Mm-hmm. And it's not the the, uh,
0: the comparison to cockroaches that racism. It's the fact that she went after white Republican women. Yeah, You went after a certain race.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, I mean, come on. What did you expect? She didn't say Asian. She, she said white. And you know why she said that? Yeah. Because it's too easy to pick on white Christians. And they did that same shit. Because we take shit that shit. In
1: 2016. Yeah, They
0: called out suburban white women again. Until white people, by and large, start standing up and say, that ain't happening. That's racism. It should be stamped out towards black people. It's only going to continue to grow. Yeah, It's only going to continue to grow. Because I'm telling you, some of the most racist people I've seen right now on social media is coming from black liberals. 100%. 100%.
1: Sad but true.
0: I don't give a fuck if that offends people. You don't see a lot of white racists on there. You just don't. Black racist? Oh, my God. You go on Instagram and you look on, like, Kobe's, or not Kobe? or fucking LeBron. Mm-hmm. You go on LeBron's page, or you go on Snoop's page, and you see so many black people demonizing white people, and nine times oh. out of ten, it was the we was Kang's types. Yeah, when, it's like, where are you a king? You do you, realize, like, royalty over in Africa was very minimal. Single-digit percentile. Guaranteeing, that probably wasn't you. I know. Because you're a fucking idiot. And I'm pretty sure you're not a descendant of a king. Because if you are, you'd probably still be over there. But you're not. You're here. Yeah, Shut the fuck ra- up, yeah. racist. We are the all oh, the whole didn't do nothing crowd. Yeah. Instantly. And that's why people stop believing them. It's like, you know, when there were instances of white cops abusing black people and like okay let's look at this and then we started seeing some patterns like okay look they got something here and then it didn't stop there then black people by and large when you have the video camera with the bright spotlight I was like oh he was, he was on his way to curing cancer he literally just raped somebody what are you talking about mm-hmm. and then we stopped believing you it's like okay you know what I can't believe this it's the whole didn't do nothing it's like yeah whatever we're not listening to this shit anymore so it's just kind of like that's why I think the BLM was a fucking joke it was a massive grift people got taken advantage of, I don't think by and large that uh, police brutality and criminality is as big as they make it out to be Mm -hmm. because of the 750,000 law enforcement officers nationwide to include feds, it's in like single digit percentile. If you had a problem, it would be way bigger. Now, I'm not saying the problem doesn't exist, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't be putting a spotlight on this problem 100%, but that spotlight should be shared with the causation of a lot of other problems Mm -hmm. to include black and white, but we can't talk about that. But that's why we have John Burke Uncensored. That's right. That's right. Suck my balls anyway. (laughs) Well, that does it for today's episode, folks. If you enjoyed today's podcast, do me a favor. Head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. That helps bump us up. We are truly a grassroots podcast. We cannot say enough. I cannot stress enough. Thank you for all the love and support that you show this show. Um, Thank you for sharing it with your friends. You guys, uh, when you do that, you, you really help us out. And I cannot thank you enough for that. And uh, if you want to get notified on the shows and what they're going, what they're, what they're doing and all the stuff like that, um, you can go follow me on Twitter. Here is the link. It is just the Daddy Savage. Twitter.com slash savage. You can find me over there. Or you go look up the hashtag John Burke. I've got it pinned to the top of my profile. They have me uh, name banned. So if I put John Burke in my actual name, not the username, but the name name, they ban me. So I'm under a name ban right now. So it's just the Daddy Savage. But if you hashtag John Burke, you'll find my account. It's got my ugly mug on there. You can't miss it. So, and the funny part about that is all the fake accounts on there at Twitter that had John Burke on there with my picture, they're banned too. <laughs> Easy way to get rid of them. A good way to get rid of them. There's like, there's not many fake John Burke accounts anymore. They banned all those motherfuckers. <laughs> so again, here is the link. Go follow me. Go tweet me out. I have conversations over there. I'm more than likely to respond to our, our uh, audience listeners over on TikTok than I am anywhere else or Twitter. Excuse me. TikTok, I've stopped posting. They, they shadow banned me. My shit, it's ridiculous. On TikTok? On TikTok, yeah. I got an account with like 5,000 followers, and the original videos were hitting like 2,000, 3,000 views. I was growing. Yeah. You, I, might, I might get 200 views now. It's like, fuck this. I'm done. Hot. Fuck TikTok. Anyway, that does it for the show. You got anything to add, man? Yeah, real quick. Yeah, what you got? Uh, who, oh, yeah. Who was
1: that? Oh, fuck. What, what was her name? Yeah, someone sent this in. So yeah, I just the wanted shirts. to say, uh, Thanks. Beautiful bearded husband.
0: Beautiful bearded husband, and she's got yeah. me as the penis commander. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think she was applying to get a job running our email campaigns. Yeah. and word to the wise, we're not that political. I appreciate. <laughs> hey, number one, respect for you trying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm impressed. Uh, this lady sent us two shirts, custom made. One is to Josh beautiful minds, like penis commander. Yeah. And then she sent a like seven or eight page thing where she talked about, um, very well done, very well done. As far as like, if your email campaigns are failing, maybe try this approach. And she wrote out a bunch of them for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually doing really good with our email campaigns, So thank you for offering. But secondly, way too political, <laughs> way too political. So, but honestly, great fucking attempt. The balls yeah. on that woman, nothing but respect for her. That's how you do night. shit. That's how you make shit happen. Yeah. And I read it. We Josh and I read it. And we're both like, God damn, <laughs> it was a little much, <laughs> a little over the top. Uh, but it was good. So anyway, thank you guys for supporting us. Share the podcast. It's free. We don't charge. It's great content. And don't forget to mark your calendars. November eighth, seven thirty PM CST. Mr. Yours truly and I will be in here on Delta Eight having some fun calling these elections and uh going real time. It should be I'm actually looking forward. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Be fun. So, so fun. is Laura gonna let you out of the house for that long?
1: Yeah. You sure? have to talk yeah. Okay. We should be fine. Okay. As long as I help get the kids in bed before I can- you're to put him in bed before 7.30? No, get, at least get him bathed. Okay.
0: All right. That does it for today's episode. We will see you live back here Monday morning on the Rumble channel at John Burke Podcast on Rumble. Give us a follow. We love you. We appreciate you. And as always, stop eating cupcakes with your ass. Stay Savage, America. <laughs>